0: Standing by now, Gene Okerlap
1: with Ravishing Rick Rude and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Gentlemen, as you know, the ultimate warrior. Fuck it.
0: Harmony
2: Schwemo, tis I, the Prince of podcasting, bipolar, rock and roll, Sultan Slits, Godfather, Gaston, Genetic, Jackhammer, the four-time West Virginia Podcasters Association Man of the Year, right here on your four-time West Virginia Podcasters Association Podcast of the Year. That's right, folks. That seemed excessive. That's right. Four times in a row. Full times Full time. Woo. Full time.
3: Woo. Full time. Woo. Successively appropriate. Me. <laughs> woo.
1: By God, Jim. <laughs> My favorite was, me. Woo. Jim.
2: Full time. As always, I'm here with the white Samoan. The Vanilla Gorilla, the Allegheny Ape, Boomer Bogtrotter, the Boomer Bogtrotter, the Appalachian Assassin, that's fucking former great. Intercontinental <laughs> Champion, <laughs> that's a, a Chucky Tate Sex over there, ladies and gentlemen, and of course, returning champion, the world's greatest claw machine guy, operator guy, <laughs> the... Rodney Dangerfield Of Regenerative Farming <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> uh, I get a respect And that's true We just talked about Last week How uh, he
3: gets no respect For his farm <laughs> Nobody cares It's really
1: it's like I, go I get the
2: I get the I get the pigs going And nobody gives a fuck <laughs> and, then,
3: and then somehow We turn it
2: into A comedy big yeah. <laughs> uh, A few people laugh at That's, yeah, the, uh, that's John Morgan That's uh, old Oh uh, Johnny Two Pigs <laughs> no, no. <Josh.
0: laughs>
2: What's up, Morgantown. <laughs> What's up? You guys ready to rock and roll?
0: Are you guys ready to shit? soft
2: rock? <laughs> Woo! You guys ready <laughs> for some hits? Woo! Woo! You ready for some old crow medicine show covers? All right, Giggity Well, hitting down there. I actually like old crow medicine. I do too. They have a lot of good songs. Mm-hmm. But the Abbott Brothers I like them no, They're fine too I liked both of them a lot And then I listened to them so much That I got Just really burnt out See it. I haven't listened to And then I started picking, picking picking, Especially the Abbott Brothers I started picking them apart I'm like oh, okay Let's see what this is really all about We're gonna play the same song Over and over And rename it Pretty Girl from Another Town
0: Can <laughs> <laughs> it be the same song?
2: <laughs> pretty Girl from Florence Pretty Girl <laughs> That's all it is uh, And you know what? That's fine and, I, and they, yeah. they do have a lot of songs that I think are great. Yeah. But there are many, many more of their songs that are trash. Well, I mean, that's anybody, isn't it? Mm, I don't know. The Beatles were pretty solid. Had a pretty good fucking... Never record. had a trash song? They, I'm sure that's they That's debatable. Had a, it's, it's, I mean, it's subjective, but... I mean, I know Pearl Jam has had trash songs. I know... Wait, like what? Um, that's an interesting subject. The last album had, had a couple, like two or three. Backspacer? Not Backspacer. Um... Whatever the last one was called, I don't. Know. I mean, every band is going to have some, but the Beatles—if they had it, they didn't put it on their album, <laughs> because they had three guys writing songs. Right. They're like, "Well, you know what? You know what, John, you can take that one and shove it up your arse." <laughs> that probably actually happened. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he threw a mic stand at him and stormed yeah. out. I don't think we should put something on the Abbey Road. I think it should be my little whistling thing to do with my boy. <laughs> But I've got a song called "Something" that's going to become a classic if you just let me put it on the album, John. See, I would. I think none of you should put any songs on the album. <laughs> I play the drums. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. Oh, shit, that it's a great drum. It's so.
3: pretty fucking good.
2: <laughs> I know that they really. He's, he's the
3: most influential drummer of all time. Uh, he
2: absolutely is. There's no. Oh, there's no doubt about that.
3: And and the great thing about His him, bone? he never overplays No, Neil Part, Ringo, Ringo's the. No,
2: most, I'm saying Ringo's the most versatile, best drummer of all time. What? I'm not joking. Is
3: it true? Because he yes. never. You know why? Because he doesn't overplay. He never. Puts he doesn't unnecessary feels. Are we no, going to do this? There's no strike in there. Are we getting into do. this? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let me pull up my catalog of Beatles music. I could go put it on the record player because I have every one of the records. But wow, aren't push you push a uh, shudder, cunt?
3: <laughs> you should push, uh, um, you mean vinyl?
2: No, that's what it's made out of. They're actually. Are those records. fucking skinny jeans sitting over there? <laughs> Hopefully soon I'll be able to wear skinny jeans. I just won't. You better not
3: <laughs> check out my new face tat, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now a rapper, but well, I'm an ironic
2: rapper. I get that my white privilege what should, makes me. What, should, what song should I find to to demonstrate some uh, some good uh, Ringo? It'd probably be an early song, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, there's lots of, of early songs.
3: Any of the songs that have drums? Let me find. A, oh, that's a good question. I don't. I don't have an answer for that.
2: Um, it's pretty good k- kratom, too. By the way, are you feeling it? The, the red oh, tie. It's it feels good. Like it's I don't. Feel, I don't feel the. Here's a good. It's one, not jittery. Yeah. Here's a good. Just listen to the shit. Listen to what he doesn't do. Really, I'm not that good of a musician. I'm not a musician at all. So
3: I don't.
2: <laughs> He's not riding on the high. There's no hi hat. There's no ride. That, okay. I can, yeah, I see that. It's really what Ringo doesn't do that everybody else does do.
3: She's
2: got a ticket to ride. It's great fucking song. She's got a
3: dick got in her eye. <laughs> See if, if, he, if he had been going it would have taken away from the vocals, you know, which is which is the song. I still
2: every time I hear this song it reminds me of the Eddie Murphy skit when he was the fifth Beatle. She lo- She loves you was called. She loves you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Help me was called. Help me, man. <laughs> and she's got a ticket to ride was. She's got a ticket to ride. The bitch just don't care, man. She's got a ticket to ride. <laughs> we got some CBD there. Well, yeah. We need to make a trip up to the smoker friendly. We just made one last week, my friend, my I pal, was, my bud. I was just there last night. Their kratom is dog shit, though. I, I just got See, now here. See, see what he was doing there? Okay,
3: yeah. Oh, he has a tambourine. Is he? He's probably just hitting the tambourine with a stick. Okay. Or he might just be... Well, the, or, the recording sounds like someone actually playing a tambourine. That's what yeah. I was thinking. But when they do it live, he, he does something. And he has the best drum roll in the business. What he just do that? Yes. He goes so right he back has, to he has,
2: this. He has, respect. No
3: respect. Absolutely
2: not. No. Except for, for musicians. All the, they say okay. that... He,
3: all, they, all, all they ever say about Ringo is he's ugly and he can't sing. Ringo got the most. Two valid points, Ringo got but. the most fan mail. Huh? Ringo got the most fan well, mail. Well, he's the most approachable.
2: Probably. <laughs> <laughs> not, not anymore. He's all ringed out. He's like,
0: I'm living up to my name Ringo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's got a thousand rings on. So, listen here. It goes right back into the fast
0: part. I, so right
2: I like the Beatles' liberal use of seventh chords. Cut. It's one of the main things I rip off about them.
3: It's with the chords that sound funny. They sound like a joke. Have a jazzier sound, too. Okay. Not jazzy sad. Jazzy, jazzy funk. Had. Like jazzy. Like, like,
2: jazzy, almost like Bootsy comedy. Collins.
3: Jazzy blues. Blues, blues, almost, blues. almost comical.
2: Yeah, the, the seventh are almost comical. Let's see. Here's Ringo singing. This is a Buck Owens song.
0: Listen to it.
3: Put me in hey, the movie. He's, 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 he's not
2: a bad singer, he's no. He's clicking the uh, the rims.
3: We'll make a film about a man that's sad alone. He's
2: not a bad singer at all. No. That's why he had a pretty good fucking singing career after he was
1: done.
2: Songs are some of them are okay. Well, I,
1: bet you I'm gonna be
2: I like that harmony. Song. That's Paul right there, baby. Yeah. The best high harmony guy in the business.
3: Nuh-uh. I, nah. I oh, not no, no. I Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Campbell.
2: Oh, yeah, you're right about that. He
3: filled in for the fucking Beach Boys. I'm going to go with Dave from San and Dave. Oh, yeah That's a low harmony guy though.
2: Is it low harmony? was the If yes. you ever Low harmony was If you ever
3: God, God, Fucking God. Glenn, God. Glenn, God. Glenn Campbell filled in For Brian Wilson That's true
2: uh, Also, uh, the, the bassist For the uh, the band Rick I can't remember His fucking name mm. There's at least one person So you. mad right now That I can't remember Rick Well, Rick Ocasek From the Cars Fuck it The Cars were a great band Yeah, they were Okay, here we go. This talk talking about the harmony. God, what a fucking song though. Oh yeah. You ever heard Edwin McCain's version? I have not. You will.
0: If you ever change your mind.
2: See, the more difficult part to sing is the low harmony here. It's, so you say Dave was more talented than Sam? No, 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 no. He might have been. That's why they hated each other, you know, because Dave felt like he didn't get the he didn't get the recognition he deserved, and he was every bit as good as Sam Cooke, and he was responsible for Sam Cooke's uh, signature sound. It's too, it's a it's a duo. It's not a single guy singing. That's a duo. Yeah, that's Am a I wrong? that's a duet. If you ask me. Yeah. Because the whole thing is. Um, it's, uh, whatever it is, uh, it's a. It's a harmony, it's a duet, sort of. But it's kind of weird to call it a duet when it's two dudes, unless they're gay dudes. Nothing wrong with that. What is it called? Is that song called Bring It On Home? Yes, it is. Bring It On Home to me. But, um. Yeah, other high harmony guys, uh. I think David Crosby was the high harmony guy in Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And I- Young. I, I, I kind of like Crosby, Stills, Nash What about N. Young? Uh, fine, I, I, I don't, it really doesn't make a difference to me and, I read the book about Neil Young and he was so flaky with them Really? Like they'd schedule a tour And he wouldn't show up He would just not come because he got in writing mode and started writing one of the seven records he would release that year And then he would go do acoustic shows to try out the songs Instead of going on to work, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, <laughs> and he's the draw. He's, he's Neil Young, you know. God, that would make them so. I'm fucking Sorry, bad. guys, I uh, started writing songs. <laughs> I, was,
0: I was
3: I was bouncing tracks off of a, off the side of a barn. Yeah.
0: <laughs> is that, is that, did you ever hear about that? Yeah. Is that, about
3: that is that Neil Young or Jordan Peterson? <laughs> Same thing.
2: Uh, did you ever hear about that? Uh, Neil Young had has his one barn was the left speaker. One barn was the right speaker, and in order for it to sound right, he had to paddle out to the middle of his lake, and he it's would, so he would scream weird. over a megaphone, more right, more left. <laughs> the guy's crazy. <laughs> I love him. Oh, shaky. <laughs> He's, yeah, a lot of people don't know that about him. He. Um, oh, God, this is good fucking crazy. He had, uh, <laughs> he had uh, multiple oh, sclerosis or something when he was a kid. He had some something crazy it. that they That's a degenerative condition. Okay, not that then. Something that you, polio. Probably oh, yeah. fucked yeah. polio when he was a kid, and he was all uh, fucked up from that. I'm trying to find the Edward McCain version of this, and I cannot seem to find it. I don't know. try. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, people disrespect uh, Ringo's um, drumming, and I'm so angry about it. Um. Well, here's well, him with Sister Hazel. And probably it's probably loud. It sounds like shit. Definitely from So that proves What I actually Had originally thought Sister Hazel Are a North Carolina band Yeah I didn't know that I mean I, I did But I didn't Because I, I know They played a bunch of shows Don't around they sound like North Carolina though Yeah like, So does Edwin McCain I mean it's They have that sh- the, uh, That shag music Type uh, yeah. vibe Yeah North Carolina is a I loved living there It's a It's a very Unique place South Carolina is is Amazing It's beautiful It's beautiful It's the most beautiful state I think um, I was driving down to see the girl, and, um, I was going to Florida, and I was excited to see Florida until I got there. Because I hadn't been there since I was a kid, and I was like, "Wow, this place is a fucking shithole." And then I had to drive through North South Carolina, one of the most beautiful places on Earth, to get there. And I was just—I wanted to call her. Can you just come up and meet me for a couple of days in South Carolina? We'll hang out. We'll go to Charleston and stuff like that. But she had to work. But anyway, um, and North Carolina and South Carolina, even though being you know right next to each other, have a distinctive look. Like North Carolina is the pines. Place of the Pines And it's got You know It's it's rugged It's almost like West Virginia Only oh, you've got those Rows and rows Of fucking pines That, leave at, that lead down To the sandy soil, soil Out to the fucking beach And it's just a There's something about it It's a feeling What North Carolina has I mean I still have it When I go there Like I remember The first time I got there You know In Myrtle Beach And then going down To live in Wilmington this place
3: Well it's also A really long Skinny state So so, the you know, obviously, the Outer Banks are much different from mm-hmm. Asheville, right? Which is Asheville is more like here, sure, because it's only southern Appalachia with, with, money, with
2: money and, and, and some uh, upward mobility, lots <laughs> of
3: white people shit. Yeah. And it's just like
2: here, um, very limited parking, yes. Oh, you, Morg- God. Morgantown, Martinsburg that is completely different than Logan County,
3: yeah. That sure, could yeah, not yeah. be a
2: more different culture,
3: yeah. Well, Morgantown's a Asheville is the Shepherdstown of North Carolina. Shepherdstown's beautiful. That's where my uh, family, my mom's family's from.
2: You know, I've heard that's people, money. That's I've that's heard like people say that Shepherdstown is the Asheville of West Virginia. Hey, so and I'm not. Joking. That's a noodler. I'm not joking about that. That's cool. I just, I just because it's like it's supposed to be like an up and coming. It's, the, Lewis, it's cool the Lewisburg joint. of Fayetteville.
3: Small business friendly, <laughs> leftist, lots of taxes and tickets, expensive parking. Um, bad traffic I can feel your
2: Honkies I can feel your anger flow
3: But I can also <laughs> I could also rattle off Some things about it That are like You know Give me hard <laughs> White people <laughs> White people things Female white people <laughs> yes. <who> Scantily dressed <laughs> There you go They are Who are <laughs> open minded About sex with me Neat <laughs> And only me
2: Um So what what do you guys really want to start off with here? Because there's a few things. Well, we got to go talk about Mean Gene, the opening clip. Yeah, Mean Gene, Mean Gene Oakland, passed away after, what, 76 good solid years here on the earth?
3: For those of us that don't know, those are the listeners that don't know, and and me. I can who personally guarantee you, Gene?
2: every one of our listeners knows yeah. who Mean Gene is. All 10 of them. No, they're, 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 they're all mean wrestling Gene. nerds. But for you, John, um, did you ever watch wrestling when you were a kid?
3: Just like WWF Little bits and pieces If I saw what looked like It was going to be An interesting fight He was this short Bald guy Who had a very low Very warm voice I've seen him Yeah You have Yeah he's,
2: he's the guy He's the stick man He's the guy doing the interviews He's the straight guy I mean, there's yeah. All these we're personalities. Gonna, we're the going to pull it up. Them. We're doing it. Yeah. We're we're doing um, cream of the crop. Yeah, we're doing cream of the crop. <laughs> the best. Uh, this it's simultaneously the best Macho Man clip and the best Mean
1: Gene. Yeah, because Mean clip. Gene
2: just reacts. He just <laughs> reacts to him. on looking at the camera, like, "What is this guy doing?" Yeah, just.
1: That's me, Gene. That yeah, of, to have course. The burger joint and I'm of course. Yeah. I'm talking about the former intercontinental and champion of the world, <laughs> Macho Man Randy. Nothing, that, means nothing. I feel nothing
3: like means I feel like I've known nothing. him my whole life.
1: Nothing exactly. Means yeah. What do you mean by that? More. I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position to rather not be in. in. But the. Dream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Macho Madness, yeah. He's got more than President Jack Tunney. Thank yeah, 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 I got Let me tell you something right now. Cards stacked against the Macho Man Randy Savage in WrestleMania 3. Yeah, hey, let me say it. Yeah. Let me say it out loud. And let me point to the president of the World Wrestling Federation. He's tremendous. He's Randy fucking great, Savage dude. He's not he, happy with your decision, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling Federation. He flicking? He just keeps no flicking him about it, blood. yeah. You mean Gene Oakland. You know that I'm the cream <laughs> of the crop. Oh, wait, wait a minute, though, Randy. I've got to ask you very seriously. Do you blame Mr. Jack Tunney, the distinguished president of the World Wrestling Federation, for Ricky Steamboat being the Intercontinental Champion today? Yeah, I do. Yeah, outside interference. here. Yeah. in my moment of glory. Yeah, now I'm living in a nightmare. And I am the cream. See? And now, not only the Intercontinental Heavyweight championship belt must fall but the world heavyweight championship belt cause Hulk Hogan you I know, want that shirt so right bad I know dude the cream it's on, uh, Amazon the i Amazon sure the crop and there is no one that does it better than the <laughs> macho <laughs> Clean, balance off balance doesn't matter I'm better than you are
2: what is his you I'm know I, 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 as much as I love macho what is his shtick what is he going for here he's just insane is that what it is yeah okay My His best gimmick yeah, is himself. He's gonna yeah. stop me.
1: Nothing's gonna stop me. You know, just out of curiosity, Randy, and I certainly don't want to diminish your tremendous uh, God given talents, but, but I'm very curious. I haven't seen Elizabeth lately. Yeah, she's on the outside of the ring. Does she interfere in matches? Yeah. Nothing, zero. Yeah, pure athlete. Yeah, yeah. yeah. from the top to the bottom. And because they can't handle the macho man, Randy. Savage, the cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. That was Mean Gene.
2: Now, (laughs) you may think Mean Gene just kind of stood there. But Mean Gene, little face... Reactions yeah. to, to um, uh, and then pointed Macho questions. Man. And then none of this is scripted except for Macho Man said, I'm going to bring some creamers in here with me and I'm going to pull some out every now and then and it's going to be awesome. And
3: <laughs> so, so in, uh, so in karate training, you, the, you know, when, if you're drilling like different techniques mm-hmm. and you're, you're doing like a demonstration of a technique, you've got the person doing the technique and then you have the person who's your dummy and they call him the uki. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's the He's- guy who throws the punch that you counter to demonstrate and, Having a good uki makes or breaks whether or not your your technique is going to look good. Sure, he's the uki of yeah. yes.
2: He's there to to put people over to make th- make them. Look he good. sets
3: them up and they and knock them down. And
2: if they're um, if they're uh, if they're bad guys and they're tr- and they're shitting on him, he's supposed to just act exasperated and he can't believe anybody would ever talk to him like that. If they're good guys, he's supposed and to be And there's been a couple other good ones. Uh, Tony Schiavone is good. Schiavone's great. Very underrated. This is another great
1: one. here on Saturday night's main event.
2: I remember Saturday night's main That voice is like butter. Saturday night's main events were big deals for me because we couldn't watch WrestleMania or anything. Oh, God. The mega powers.
1: <laughs> what is happening? Well, you know me, Gene, we really don't know what we're dealing with here, man. And I'm
2: See, they're getting ready to shake hands, but they're not shaking
1: hands. Because we just might blow the whole planet up, you know? Everybody knows that Hulkamania.
2: I was freaking the (laughs) fuck out (laughs) uh, 31 years ago whenever this (laughs) happened. He was like. There was
1: a whole Another universe out there, a whole another frontier And he's, the power
2: he, He's of the like, madness. he's talking In about quantum quantum physics and shit. Move my twenty-four
1: inch guns out,
2: man. You mean to tell me there is? Uh, I actually so read an article. So His so the actually, old. Old. It it actually wore twenty-four inches, probably.
1: doing a state of
2: jack uh, uh, right now? He, he's not a bodybuilder. He was a strongman. He
3: was a long period of time To get a good picture, to get a good picture of how big he is, just watch Rocky. Rocky three, yeah, or four. Thunder the ultimate male it's so a man or 4, or four gave yeah give me the
1: direction Three. yeah God, used to be, But the now, with the God, He dwarfs head. the Macho
2: Man. Macho yeah. Man's
1: not a small man. Three. Right mm. man. Six have, macho Man 6'3. Bullshit, really? 6'3.
2: Okay, he's 6'9. He's now 6'6. Oh, six six. Yeah, he's, he's lost three right. inches. That's, that's, that's compressed From, that's from, that's
1: from that's the from the still leg
2: drops. Such a shitty move to destroy such parts of your side. It doesn't matter what the <laughs> move is, if you make it look like it murders people. He's a terrible all the wrestlers agree on that. They do, do not. Take
1: the whole... All they do the
2: wrestlers not. are in the know. No, they do not. I'm talking about ring prowess, not not his presence or any of that shit. No, what it is about him, it's not that he does it's it's sort of like Ringo. You don't you don't have to fucking go out there and do everything. Okay. You know, like well, okay, which those matches like Dean fun. Malenko. I'm sorry, John. This is just
3: a wrestling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just popped my or something <laughs> over here. Dean
2: Malenko would be would be like a um, who's like a good workman like fighter. Win? No, I wins would say he's more, more like a okay. If, if we're gonna break this down to musical terms, he's like an Ingve Malmbjerg. He can do all this good crazy shit, but nobody gives a fuck, and he's an asshole. I very much gave a fuck about Dean Malenko. This is getting but awkward. It was mostly because it was mostly because Chris Jericho made me give Dino Machino, a- you know? yeah, the Stinko whole- Malenko. <laughs> 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 well, here's the thing, Prince Nakumaki. You probably don't know who Chris Jericho, Jericho is. Dean Malenko, his- he was like a, a uh, technical wrestler, so, kind of like wrestler, a luchador. He-, he would be like a, uh, a jujitsu, pra- like a Damien Maya. Right. He'd be like a Damien Maya, and. um uh, Chris Jericho is like a flamboyant. He's a, he's a Connor. He's a Connor McGregor type. Mm-hmm. And they decided they were going to get in a feud. And, um, he, uh, Malenko was the man of a thousand holds. And Jericho's the like, I well, am the man of a thousand and four holds. <laughs> he brings out that printer paper, like a stack of printer paper. And for five minutes, <laughs> he started reading one, uh, arm bar. <laughs> Two And then he gets up to like 20 or 30 He goes to commercial <laughs> He comes Comes he's back still 876 Because <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious He's <laughs> That's another one Chris God Jericho it, I remember. Is so fucking great <laughs> He's still So fucking great Well he came out And he was like a Kind of nondescript face You know he's like Oh he's good looking Blah 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 Whatever He's like a He's a guy that walks To the ring and In these long blonde hair, and he's like, "Yeah, baby, we're gonna do it." Yeah, I'm a good guy, and nobody gave a shit. Yeah, nobody cares. Like so, he he started doing this thing where he. I don't know what he did first. He had this horribly overweight old guy with no teeth called Ralphus. Yeah, he, he, was was security. he was a truck driver. He's a <laughs> and he, he drove the ring truck. And he wore a shirt that was too small, his gut was hanging out, and Jericho would act like he's walking into the like to the crowd and somebody would touch him and then Ralphus would come up and go like this. <laughs> it's <so laughs> fucking stupid. It's so stupid. But then he was uh God, what else did he do? He had the list, of course. The list is one of the best fucking bits. The the list is recent. Yeah, but this is a nine minute and seventeen second clip about <laughs> thousand and four holes. Yeah, I'll see how much I but oh, God. how long it takes to get there. You guys keep talking about how great Chris Jericho is. But um again, Dean Malenko I think he he's one of these guys, he got a lot of respect even in the um but he's just no there's no flash. There's no there was no real charisma. So Yeah, that's it.
3: That has to be another possibility.
2: There's, there's Jericho. Is this what, during his? Uh, it's just as he's turned into a bad guy. I think he's gonna have a match before he does his promo. So we'll. Losing you and your career, goodbye, Dean. Because like the losing your match to me. Okay, I want to get to the joint match-up
1: as he will. Is
2: it Marty Jannetty? That is Marty Jannetty. Okay, he beats Marty Jannetty. He's got his nickname, the Lion Tamer. I tell you. Yeah, that was back whenever you. That looked like it hurt. They changed yeah. it to a Boston crab later Has in the WWF. Time
1: for Chris Jericho. Okay, here we go. <laughs> five took care of Mr. Gennetti so quickly. I came prepared. prepare
2: <laughs> This is that's shitting all over Marty Gennetti. Yeah. Fuck Marty Gennetti. Well, he was a he's he was fine. Be the man he's good. He was actually a very good yeah. wrestler. But I counted, and you know about 60. But I know a thousand and four. Look at the paper. Here we go.
1: <laughs> Hold one. Arm drag (laughs) (laughs) two (laughs) Arm bar. <laughs> <laughs> three. The moss-covered, three-handled family grandunzel.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's it's fucking random. hilarious. The Saskatchewan spinning nerve hole. Now they're going to commercial. Right.
1: Microphone night. You think He's got
3: 998. He
2: just keeps on saying arm bar. There's multiple arm bars. Well, I know. I'm just saying. Air-cut.
1: Number 10. right right-handed.
2: <laughs> right handed arm bar. Me, oh, this is an actual commercial. They're playing a commercial for this video. Old, but she already puts it on. Somebody literally uploaded for their VHS. 712!
3: <laughs> can we physically oh, get
1: him out of the ring? <laughs> yeah.
2: Shivani. Oh, I can 114. Yeah. Yeah. The Canadian. It's time <laughs> for our second hour. They cut him off. How, how many hours oh, was Nitro r- uh, at the end? Three? It went up to three, yeah. That's, three yeah. fucking hours of wrestling They still do that uh, Raw is still three hours Is it? Yeah It's insane And the much better show is uh, Smackdown It's two hours Because they're like We don't have to do any superfluous bullshit There's another use of superfluous and the, Superfluous They have John uh, mm, I'll be turning your mic down <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Number two! laughs>
2: God, but uh, they just have wrestling matches, and every now and then there'll be like a promo. But mostly it's just wrestling matches, and the the storylines make sense. But in Raw it's just like, man, we got a we got three hours to fill. This is insane. I've been thinking about tr- maybe trying to get on the uh, amateur wrestling thing and trying to get Frampton in the ring and actually doing the the <laughs> Charles Vanderhoff versus White Trash Willie feud, like for real. <laughs> we, we could get over. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> You gotta learn how to do it first I know, I'm kidding It I'm takes nine years I know I'm nine. not going to the power plant No, they don't have that anymore You believe that? They don't have the WCW power plant anymore They're not? No, because WCW shut down Well, I understand But they didn't They have something called the performance to- center uh, WWE mm-hmm. does Have you ever seen some of the people That show up to like the power plant mm-hmm. Who have no earthly clue about I mean, they want to be wrestlers And they've never picked up a weight They've never, you know what I mean? It's like, dude You kind of have to do that you know some people didn't, like Mick Foley. He's a he's a rare exception. You know. You're right. I mean you either if you're gonna be a big fat guy, you better be um, You better be one to take chances. You yeah, know you better be uh be one to be charismatic, charismatic th- yeah, thrown, yeah, thrown through cages and fucking Anyway, mean Gene. Um it's so it's so easy to, to fucking branch off on something whenever you're thinking about right? wrestling. If Frampton was here, this would be insane <laughs> It'd be a four hour wrestling podcast i call into work I can't come into work, why? Wrestling podcast We're talking about WCW w- Nitro in 1997 <laughs> And uh, I've had opinions, so <laughs> Just cover for me <laughs> Yeah, Mean Gene, um, he, uh, he had the burger joint In the Mount Lair in Morgantown, if you remember that I do The burgers were pretty good They were peppery They were pretty good though, peppery. pretty solid The fries, I don't remember if they were good or not But I'm just going to say they were Just so I don't disrespect the dead
3: I remember it being kind of like a, kind of a messy burger, like yeah, but good. Sort of like Five Guys, the way Five Guys can yeah, be a little messy. I'm a, yeah. I'm a big fan of Five Guys. I like Five Guys. I mean, mean Gene was good, but it was something, that, and they used like a lot of garlic powder in the beef. I think it was just something about it. It's like it's like you got to be in the mood, kind of, mm-hmm. for a Mean Gene Burger because it's a commit. It's a commitment. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> he also ran a scam. Uh, remember the hotline, the WCW hotline. Yeah, that and like that was Mean Gene's whole project, and. He, like he made like most of the money from that and he would just make stuff up about what was going to happen or what wasn't going to happen or, or <laughs> backstage beef between <laughs> these. Uh, and people would call in 99 cents a fucking minute to hear me and Gene talk. And I wanted to so bad. I wanted to call in this fucking hotline. They'd advertise it. <laughs> I like at the when end they would start, hour. I would like when they would start the recording in the middle. So you had to go to the end and li- and li- let it replay. That is such a fucking God. Did they really do that? Yes. Did they you? Do did you call the hotline? Or no. I'm just saying that's that, what those hotlines do. Oh yeah, I'm sure they do. So that's insane. Yeah. Just to keep you on. But Mean Gene, I mean, he was the uh, he was the guy standing in the '80s in the WWF. He was the guy standing for every good interview. Anybody like him having to deal with the Ultimate Warrior must have been just insane. Oh, God. I mean, as as much as I like the Ultimate, Warrior. you must Warrior, remember the Ultimate Warrior. He's fucking horrible, or he was horrible. His his promos were the fucking worst. Rambling nonsense. They did I mean and I'm not talking about nonsense in a good rambling way like fucking Dusty Rhodes like, where he's talking about how it wasn't surreal. No, and, no, it's not talking about how when Dusty Rhodes lost the United States Championship that the American economy was hinged on it and started to collapse and somebody got somebody got kicked out of their job because a computer
1: took your job, daddy.
2: And <laughs> 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 you know what? I'm not. I'm seeing all kinds of uh, Ultimate Warrior promos, but he's. Oh, here's here's one. Oh, he's, he's
1: he's Ultimate <laughs> Warrior. terrible. You've heard from Andre the Giant. He was a bad wrestler. Heenan. Yeah. They, they
2: believe he hurt people.
1: They believe Warrior that they had the advantage in this intercontinental.
2: Didn't title. somebody beat him up really bad.
1: They believe that you Rick, Rude. The
2: Rick Gi- Rude did. Rick Rude whooped everybody's ass. I think did he? Yeah.
1: He's an aberration. Fear is the air that cows breathe! Fear!
2: He's terrible. Is the you know what? Whenever I was 10 fate, or 8, whenever this was, I loved it. Of course, because Fear he didn't know any better. God, he's so fucking terrible. Jacked all the shit, though. Yeah, it looks like that. All that oil. He spends $3,000 a month in oil. You know, not to toot iron horn, but I think if I got my body fat percentage down, like I'd be bigger than that. You know what I mean? Because I'm so. You know what I mean Like I don't know Maybe not yeah, You, you you'd probably be You probably look like that Underneath You know <laughs> All the fat I think I might nah, not anymore Let's quit Going to the gym as much No you need to start Going back I don't think I want to Right now you just like I want to get used to The yoga thing Sure And then maybe Start going back I'm gonna start swimming On, on Monday Swimming mm-hmm. Swimming's great It'll help I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> good swimming's, swimming's a... It's literally the best exercise. Yeah, I'm, well, I used to. And I'm a good yeah, swimmer.
3: You could definitely make that case. Yeah,
2: it's a as I'm, far as like no impact. You're not going to hurt yourself. I mean,
3: it's like it's it's very it's the best at uh in its best in class, yeah. you know what I mean
2: yeah well it,
3: it's, it's one of the best forms like, of
2: cardio cardio yeah, and you're you know, not going to get jacked
3: and you're working your whole body doing it alone yeah and, um, and yeah. You're, a- you're also you know because you you're having to hold your breath a lot, and you have to control your breathing a lot it's like really good for your lungs mm-hmm.
2: it's, it's good for your shoulders though, jacks your shoulders yeah. Up. I That's true, so. and I, I need mean,
3: that. That's the thing. If you want to, if you want to look like a swimmer, it's the best exercise you <laughs> do. <laughs> <even. laughs> what a pro- <laughs> what a profound <laughs>
1: observation. <That was> deep.
2: <laughs> Confucius say, "the uh, the yoga thing's been going good, man. I uh, I've only took one day off uh, since I started. I started last Saturday, and today is uh, Sunday." So
3: are you getting a, a week the, the yoga buzz or you feel a little, it's, little high? It's afterwards? pretty good. I mean, yeah.
2: so far the only workouts that it's scheduling me to do are between 25 and 45 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And every time it's, I'm sweating. I, uh, got a heart rate monitor and like, it's, I stay between one twenty and one forty. Sometimes it gets up into the one fifties and it tells me to stop. Like it should, on the screen, like it says, uh, it, gives, it goes in the red and it tells you to to uh, stop for a second. If you How is to. it? How it hooks up? It pairs with the DDP app. That's fucking awesome. And then it goes. And I hook. I got a cable that I hook up to. What a time to. to be alive! I know. You just
3: I, you just go onto the you just go onto your phone and click a couple buttons and then that commu- can communicates with the chip inside your body <laughs> that regulates your entire bodily functions.
2: Well, I'm terrified. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm. I feel like I'm noticeably more flexible. All it takes is just a few times because I've always been decently flexible. So pretty soon I'll be able to like stand flat-footed with my feet together and touch my palms on the ground. Like I would like. Yeah, to. I need to. I used to be really flexible for, especially for a large person. But all the years of powerlifting that and freaks people out well. whenever they see a big guy like, yeah. like, like, like oddly flexible. Yeah, like. I'm going to be able to lift my leg up over my head. I'm going to be able to kiss my knee. That's my goal. Like bring it up right here,
3: <laughs> like for sex stuff or whatever, uh, <laughs> whatever I need to do it
2: for. You know, I want to be able to do that. Um, Just
3: lift, lift that leg up here. Look, my balls. <laughs> there's some. Uh,
2: <laughs> there's some weird <laughs> movements that I'm not uh, used to. Like you, get, you, you get in like a lunge and you put your this fist on the ground you twist this way and like i almost fall over like the first few times almost fell over Then Mm. you do it to the other side and you can feel everything cracking and stretching (sighs) it's fucking awesome i never Mm -hmm. thought i would like it i felt like such a queer (laughs) (laughs) Oh, i'm doing something that's good for me (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean there's there's something i think think you would like it I, i definitely would I mean, I plus DDP is like you're doing great. Look how awesome you are. You're the best. Yeah, that would be so awesome. <laughs> and and yeah. you put in your phone number when you buy it. So if you skip any workouts, too many, like I feel like DDP will might might call you and be like, "Hey, man, what's going on? <laughs> are you doing all right, Bob? <laughs> I I mean, I don't want to come. I, I, I'm just disappointed.
0: I'm not angry. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> you're better than this. Laying yeah. there with Cheeto crumbs on my chest. <laughs> And that's another thing I've stopped uh, um, As much junk food
1: I have only started, had
2: One terrible thing For me this week And I've started, it was delicious I started the high pro, Like super high protein Like yesterday I had t- like Not counting A shrimp and rice meal That I made uh, I had 270 grams Of protein And counting that Was probably 300 And I made a big a big uh, New York strip steak this morning oh, for God. breakfast. <laughs> so that's I might have had three hundred grams of that's protein the right there. Yeah, I, I just had it in the fridge. I was like, I was like why? Did, why do I only eat steak at night? See, th- there's so many stupid. Why? Why is that? That's just dumb. I mean, yeah, why I made I made bacon and eggs for dinner twice? That's this week. Y- yeah. I mean, that's bacon and eggs is a packed protein meal, Brenner. I mean, that's um, like today. I'm gonna have. Uh, I bought a. Uh, A pre made uh, uh, beef roast, like the Swanson thing. I'm gonna heat it up and I'm just gonna eat it. I'm not gonna eat potatoes or anything with it. That's good. Um, What I've been doing, like whenever I get a roast, um, I just put the carrots and uh, onions in and I don't get the potatoes, even though the potatoes are the second, my second favorite part of the roast. Well, but potatoes aren't necessarily bad, but what I've been doing is but what I'll do is I'll eat all the fucking potatoes. I'll go nuts. Yeah, yeah, I like <laughs> potatoes too. But I'll eat. What I do is I only eat carb. I mean, protein to a certain time of day, and then I start eating all the carbs. And I did it before. Like, and you f- wake up feeling like the fucking Hulk because your your muscles are so starved of glycogen that, and once you put all the glycogen in from the from the carbohydrates, it your body immediately sucks it into your muscles. So you get up with a muscle pump. Like a, like a gym muscle pump You yes. know Yeah it really works man I, I started doing it Because I read an article about it I said well fuck it well, I'll try it Why not you know And I did it And I followed it really strict And <laughs> One day I woke up And I was looking in the mirror I like holy shit You know mm-hmm. Drinking a bunch of water You know it just It's nuts It really works Yeah water is also key Yeah I'm just gallon. I, sh- I should. I don't always do it But I try to drink this
3: Every day One of these It's like 40 ounces Or something it? Yeah it's pretty It's a lot just one? I mean, that's a. That's In addition to the other beverages, he's, you know. I thought I'd drink a. I tried to drink a gallon
2: of water. Well, that, there's nothing wrong with that. We're I thought a gallon that. was, like, what you should shoot for.
3: They say Not too four, much. I, like I think.
2: Four or eight ounce glasses of something.
3: Obviously, like, you know, drinking, uh, being hi- well hydrated and flushing things out of your body is r- good for you. But I think that the, high, the the water drinking thing is a little overblown. Probably.
2: Yeah, well, they say to. The, um, you can hydrate, uh, yeah. and wash and all the, the nutrients out of your body. And
3: then you're kind of leaching nutrients yeah. after a certain point. And I mean, that's not too, it's not like you're losing that much, but it's just... But if you're sweating a lot, you definitely want to drink. You should be, I mean, like, like you know, in the way we evolved is you weren't drinking that much. Mm-hmm. You're getting a lot of, you're eating, like, drinking a lot of blood and eating a lot of like wet vegetation. You know, you, a lot of the stuff was coming from your food and it was probably very hot How where we evolved too. So, you know you're sweating a lot, not drinking a lot because you don't really you know right uh, so you know our, we can we can handle some dehydration. Our bodies are made to handle it, and it's kind of like I actually look at it like it's kind of like exercising a muscle mm-hmm. If you never let your your body get dehydrated, then if you do get dehydrated, you're going to be fucked right Well, so that's, and well I'm not I' got pretty, a pretty good idea. but being perpetually dehydrated is obviously really stupid well which which I tend to do
2: well, i at work, especially in the summer. I see people. I, I I see guys in there never drinking water as they drink pop. pop I'm like, yeah. you shouldn't do that, man. Well, it's got water in it. <laughs> yeah, it's that's and all the sugar. To... All the all the sugar flushes all the water out of your body. Like you know how in uh, like you see football or MMA, they got these uh, these um, containers that say uh, what, what is that body armor like mm-hmm. that new sports drink that's actually really good has coconut oil in it. Yeah, but. They're not drinking that. they water. That's just the sponsor. They're drinking water. Like right. the Gatorade things on the sidelines. There's no Gatorade in those. They'll have no a fucking They'll water, have a Monster right?
3: Energy drink, like, at 2 o'clock in the morning after a fight.
2: Yeah. Who?
3: They're not drinking Monster <laughs> Energy. Like, <laughs> yeah.
2: Before they're, you know, after a fucking fight. They just hand them an empty can, and they got to stand there and hold it. like <laughs> Because that's a sponsor. Yeah. I get that. But pretty much everybody says uh, the sports drinks are kind of garbage. Well, for a quick thing, I guess, but like during a game, I'd never drank Gatorade or anything for football. It was always- water. My stepdad- this was is alien? Alien? <laughs> this, Well, this, no. <laughs> no, that's a movie starring Kim Bassinger. It's my stepmother. Yeah. It's, um, it's Basinger, by the way. Whatever. I know it's Basinger. I just do that on purpose. Actually, it can be either one, I think. Um, Basinger. Basinger. Bassinger, Basinger. Basinger. I like that better. It sounds like a racial slur. Basinger. 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 (laughs) Um, he, this is his generation because, you know, they're like, they grew up in the, in the, we drank coffee on the sidelines. He gave me me a jolt cola. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Before a game. He said, this will give you a shoot of energy of like, all right, I drank it and I felt great and then I felt terrible.
3: Yeah, for the for the first quarter maybe. <laughs> yeah. I was running around. Before
2: baseball games, I did have like a ritual. I'd have Reese's cups, like a, two of them. Mm-hmm. And Reese's uh, cups aren't so bad though cuz they got a lot of protein in them. And um I think I probably drink a Coke, but it was, that was baseball. That's a completely different animal mm-hmm. than football. Football's a perpetual emotion in your Sweating in those fucking pads. Jesus. Football There's some is- things I don't miss about football. Oh. I mean, practice, two a days in the middle of the fucking summer is the worst. The yeah. hottest part of the summer. Yeah. The ground's dry and no practice field is lush green grass. It's all shitty food. Yeah, and you had to lay down the fucking dew cover. Oh, God, it was horrible. You know, football's Garbage, but then you do the good things you like, like fucking jacking some dude up and yeah, jacking some dude off. And uh, <laughs> see now, the my my high school their uh, their field's turf now where I used to go. Summersville Nichols- has a turf field. it's a turf field now. It's beautiful and gorgeous, and they get to practice on it. these. You can wear just kids. regular tennis shoes, right? I think they, there's there's like a special turf shoe, mm. but I think you can just wear regular tennis shoes on. We when we played at Valley, we could wear regular tennis shoes. These fucking kids, they didn't have to roll around in the mud. Yeah. Dude, being a single, you you don't even understand. Being a single A football, on a single A football team where the fucking funding is not there for anything. And you're going to all these places, even some of the double A schools, Clay County's filled as shit. Oh, God. Um, it's a, it a, it it's a, baseball a fucking baseball field, field, field. And it's like 125 feet yeah. in right field to hit a home run. My very first at bat in high school baseball knocked a home run. <laughs> Somebody hit it just a little. Outside and uh, just a little outside and low. I reached out and tinked it and hit a home run my very first at bat. (laughs) Ain't that some shit? (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think. The worst field. (sighs) My worst field that I ever played on was Cowan. Cowan was the worst that I played on. Cowan? Cowan. It's a little town in Webster County. Yeah, I know. They had a, And then when I was in junior high, Mm -hmm. and they didn't use their high school field. So it's Cowan Middle School? Yeah, Cowan Middle School, something like that. Maybe, maybe Webster County Middle School, but like there was like a sinkhole in the middle of it. i was like, this is dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> we were beating them so bad that I got to kick off one time. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> he let all the linemen kick off. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. I'm trying to think the worst field. Uh, we played Nuttall. Nuttall had a shitty field. Um, Mount Hope. Mount Hope's field wasn't shitty. It was actually a really nice field. a nice stadium. That's yeah, it's like a fucking prison. And it the does. town and the town is like a coal camp. Yeah. So you're driving through a coal camp. You know you're gonna get fucking the shit beat out of you because this this is a town where they live and die by fucking football. You know what I mean? No, they don't have a football team. Anymore. Well that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they had state championships there. They were always always competitive. Always. And We would play them And and back in the day Golly Bridge used to Beat the shit out of Mount Hope Like in the 60s And stuff Just So A lot of the coaches Were Kids then Getting beaten By Golly Bridge So they'd turn around And beat Golly Bridge As bad as they fucking could (laughs) That was terrible Um, I'm trying to think Of other shitty fields Um, Oak Hills was always nice Oak Hills is a really Really nice field Yeah they got a whole Complex that's real nice Their baseball field Was nice too Remember, uh, we played in the sectionals there my sophomore year, and I was pitching. And then we're in the playoffs, you know. It's a big fucking deal. Mm. And I got fucking rocked. They fucking (laughs) shelled me. It was terrible. How many home runs they hit off? No home runs. Just everything I pitched must have looked like a watermelon.
0: They did not miss.
2: (laughs) They fucking blew me up like I was nothing. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Because I played them earlier in the season. And, um, smoked him. Yeah, I did fine. It was, I think we, we won and I had, it was like a two hitter. I pitched six innings and they brought in a closer. Oh, mm-hmm. well, easy peasy. We're going to go in here and we're going to make the next round, baby, baby. And nope, 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 Nothing I did worked. <laughs> Not a goddamn thing. I think I lasted one inning. Oh, God. I, did, I don't even think I made it out of the first inning. Honest to God. Then they pulled you. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, well, yeah. We can't go in a 15 run fucking deficit. <laughs> it was like a pitch to everybody. In the, <laughs> <laughs> I think I pitched to everybody. In the, they, I think they batted around. Oh, honest to God. Mm -hmm. Um And, uh, yeah, just everything I did I was hitting people, like, I had good control Most of the time, yeah, I would only hit somebody If I wanted to hit them, and Well, but sometimes, man, it just went nuts And I wasn't one for nerves, either You know, athletic performance is is so contingent On so many things, you know what I mean, it's just Sucks It was fucking brutal I was very disappointed, I never played again No, I think I went out for my junior year And then I, my shoulder was fucked up from football Mm -hmm. So, uh I didn't really get to play that much, and I quit about halfway through the season, because why am I doing this if I can't really do anything? <laughs> Just traveling around for no fucking reason. Yeah. Anyway, your thoughts, John? Yes. <laughs> 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 um, what do we got? We're about four. Let's do favorite things real quick. There's a couple actual things I do want to talk about. Okay. But Let's get the favorite things out of the way.
1: Do, 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 do,
2: do, do, Ooh. Oh, i fucking ad this time, you piece of shit. You motherfucker Raindrops on roses and whisky. Biscuits on and kittens. titties. Bright
0: copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Boom, Boom. 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 What? These are <laughs> my favorite things.
2: What if there's a hip hop remix to favorite things? Sure. I'm gonna find out. Chuck, your your uh, favorite things. Um I had a few. I was actually starting to write them down because every time I get on the on the show, I can never remember what my you know. Um Somebody else go, let me think.
3: Well uh on Friday I got to um MMA Spar with like five other guys. We got together and um we just actually did well, I did eight three-minute rounds, and so so it's so it start off we were just kind of like being gentle and just warming up or whatever. Three minutes, then a then a one-minute break, and then you rotate and you move on to the next guy. So you get to fight everybody. Mm-hmm. Did I did eight three-minute rounds of that, and as as each round progressed, you kind of get more and more like fighting to mm-hmm. the point where you know it was basically just like an actual MMA match, but at fifty percent power or something like we're not actually. Uh not trying to knock each other out or anything, not trying mm. to injure anybody, but the actually fighting. Yeah. With uh whatever they are, six ounce gloves, whatever the MMA gloves are, no headgear, no shin guards, nothing, just an actual very close to what it is an, an actual MMA fight, and I got to do that with five different people. Um It was fucking awesome. I got the shit beat out of me. I got submitted a bunch of times. Um I got to I got to catch a lot of people with some kicks because uh, nobody in that gym does karate. Mm-hmm. Or none of the guys that were there were really karate guys. Like they do, they're more like Muay Thai oriented, mm-hmm. which doesn't have nearly the kick, the amount of kicks. So, yeah, Muay Thai is like
2: two or three. So I, I Oh, defi-
3: I got. Um, let's see. I, so my well Chris McKinney. He's he's like I don't know if you guys know who he is, but he's got um. He's a, I would say he's a pro MMA fighter. I don't know if he's going to do any more MMA fights, but, uh, I mean, he's, he's really good. He has grappling competitions. I know you showed Oh, yeah. He's, he's very competitive. He still does. Um, yeah, he does submission grappling, uh, jiu-jitsu um, tournaments. He's very competitive. Gi and no gi. He does gi and no gi. Um, he's a brown belt Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but, I mean, he, he submits black belts all the time. I mean, he's, he's really good. Here's a little. Uh, Is he a listener? Here's a if he's little, a
2: listener We should really put him over right.
3: I don't know if he's I don't think he's ever Listened to the show I don't well, know He's a piece of shit <laughs> I mean he, he has not say Anything to me about it But um And he w- He was sparring hard With everybody Because that's just The way he does it And so he was He uh And he said that I He said that I kicked him In the guts harder Than anyone's ever kicked him That's awesome That's pretty good Which I think he was Just being nice But It's, it's nice to be good At something Sure Because I get yeah. my Because I get they, I get my ass handed To me on the ground But they respect the kicks. That positive, the positive
2: reinforcement's yeah. the best. That's I, 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 when I'm talking. That'll be my favorite thing.
3: I mean, he's a fucking monster. God, that's crazy. He's he's like, yeah, he fucks me up. He actually made me submit. Like, I, I guess it's probably because I kicked him in the guts. But he submitted submitted <laughs> me to, to body shots. <laughs> he had me up against the cage or the wall or whatever, and I was like like b- blocking and trying to push him back with a jab and trying to cover up because I was fucking gassed yeah. and, like, getting hurt and kind of confused. He was just fucking wailing on my ribs. And I, he caught me not um, not in the armpit, but in the rib just below the armpit. Uh, yeah. So it's, like, behind the pec muscle. Like yeah. where they tell you to
2: stab somebody. There's no, yeah.
3: there's nothing protecting my rib. And so there's just, like, this stabbing, bruised rib pain right there. Oh, God. Like, it hurts to shift my gears in my truck kind of pain. <laughs> And and um and my face is a little sore. I got you know, I got my lips were bloody pretty good and you know, my face is sore in places, but I didn't get any. A couple of people got black eyes and you know, we were going pretty hard. Yeah. Uh but man, that's it was just so fucking awesome. Uh I can't wait to do it again. I actually missed
2: this week. I overslept, I was gonna go to a Krav Maga class, I'm gonna go next week. And um
3: Can't wait to do that. That'd be cool, man. All I'd like to hear about I'd like to check out that gym sometime. I'm not afraid to be hit because I've been in fights before and been
2: hit, you know what I mean? And don't, I haven't really felt it, but it was drinking and adrenaline, you yeah. know what I mean? So, right. yeah. so, 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 so I don't know how I'll react when, I've, when I get hit. Oh, you know I got I mean? caught
3: in the, Chris hit me in the jaw one time. Um, he's good. He does this thing where like I'll be blocking the front of my face and he kind of like hooks around my hand and catches me close to my ear. Yeah. hits me in the jaw there because it's, I'm exposed there. And he caught me with like jab, jab, you know, jab, jab, hook, and caught me in the jaw. And I, you know, all, all I was, I was just operating on instinct for about two seconds. I was like, hands up, get back, because mm-hmm. my brain just stopped. Right. You're just like, boop, whoa, okay, I'm out, okay, I don't have control, okay, I'm back. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. it's 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 fucking awesome. Yeah, I went home. You had a little bit of a headache and just fucking dog ass tired and sore. Just felt like shit, but I was also like just high mm. and still kind of like buzzing from it because it was just like. You just you just can't connect with people through conver- through through other c- ways like conversation or or playing ping pong or whatever. The way if you're actually like, fighting someone, you're actually feeling each other's power and each other's energy. It's just like such a it's just such a fucking cool thing. I mean, it, one of the things that gets me is like there's so many people who are fans of the movie Fight Club. You know, people our age and you know hipster type people are like mm-hmm. yeah, club, blah, 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 and they're all covered in tattoos or whatever and. And but then you bring up MMA or UFC or something. And it's like, yeah, I mean that's like <laughs> human cockfighting. Yeah, they have problem. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you. St-. It's like, it's like, no, it's not. It's like you're talking about one of the most ancient arts on the planet, which is you know martial arts, hand to hand combat, and a bunch of guys who are into this art and really good at it and work really hard at it. Get together, friends, get together, and practice their art with each other. It's literally Fight Club. and yes, like And it like, and like yeah. hug each other at the end and shit. That's awesome. But but. Yeah, but but MMA is human cockfighting. Well, dude, you, you know what it is?
2: It's simpleton. Well, it's it's you know what it is with them. It's that it's a more blue collar, you know, group that embraces it. So they have to be more superior than them because they're intimidated by those people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the MMA fans are a fairly blue collar group. And right, it's, so a, it's,
3: it's a mixed bag. Is well, a
2: mixed it is, bag. but I would say, and maybe this is just, this is my impression, that a lot of MMA f- uh, fans are more blue-collar people. I'm not saying stupid, you know, whatever. I'm just
3: saying that... I'd say that more. there's more, you know, the, 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 there's maybe people associated with people who are more conservative or more macho yes, or something like that. Yeah. And so it's not cool to look like you're... Some kind of macho, hothead right, guy that right. likes to yeah, yeah, fight. Exactly my point, yeah. Which I'm the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. But I still love martial arts and I like fighting. I like punching and kicking people and I like being punched and kicked. I like being choked. I like waking mm. up the next day and being in pain. I like that feeling.
2: You ever been choked while you're doing it?
3: No. Oh, uh, no.
2: I'd suggest you try it. It's not bad. Okay. <laughs> There's a reason why every girl ever asks for it. Okay. Just so you know.
0: <laughs>
2: um, no, Is that but plenty of information for you guys. <laughs> I, I can't imagine the girl that would
3: get her hands around my fucking
2: neck. <laughs> Give her a belt. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, so that's would awesome. That. And two of <laughs> the guy, and two of the guys I was sparring with were actually like pro MMA fighters, um, and you know, I was able to hang with them on the feet. So it was just, and it's really cool. And there's like little things too. Like I was really impressed. I haven't had any training, like in doing the clinch work thing, you know, where you're like in the Mm -hmm. clinch, you're like up against the cage. I've had like one boxing lesson where we got to drill, you know, stuff doing that. But for the most part, I've never really done clinch drills of any kind. I was really impressed with how well I did in the clinch considering that. Um, Like there was a couple, well, I guess I've studied judo so so like some of the judo stuff the stuff from sensei abbott is like paid off it's like i was in this position and you know he had me up against the wall and i just like swept him like fucking just straight judo instinct and mm-hmm. like worked perfectly It was like that was so easy it's like it, it works wow and it was like a couple judo throws i got in you know before i got and then once it got on the ground i usually depends on who i was you know because there was there was two of the people were like white belts kind of White belts in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu because I'm a white belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and then there was uh, three guys that are more like closer to pro level, mm-hmm. so it was a good mix. Um, but it was, um, uh, yeah, I just I just can't wait to do it again. And How
2: often will can- they do the that type of thing?
3: Is it mean, a the, once a month thing? Or- I mean, I mean they, we do striking stuff. We're supposed to do it every week, but we haven't been doing it that much. Like sometimes a couple times a week, where you're doing drills. And then maybe maybe some light sparring, but we don't usually go hard like that very often. I've I've only done that twice in three months there. Where we actually sparred heavy. Spar kinda heavy. That's fucking cool. But it's just kind of whatever works. It's like whatever whatever the instructor's feeling. If Chris wants to do that that day, then that's what we're doing. It's mm. fucking cool. And so I sh- like I usually show up, I'll bring my gi. And also bring stuff to do no gi because I never know if we're going to do gi or no gi or if we're, we're going to do striking or, if, you know, staff. if there's going to be one session or two sessions, I just show up and do whatever. How long are you usually there? A couple hours? Uh, it's like, yeah, like, like it's an hour. Like if you're just doing the, B, if it's a BJJ session, it's an hour. And sometimes it goes a lot longer. And then sometimes there'll be like a, a, we'll do boxing for an hour and then do BJ and then do no gi for an hour after that. So sometimes it will be two sessions in a row. And sometimes, if it's open mat, we'll just it just goes until question marks. You know, we'll just kind of oh, hang out
2: like an Evite for somebody's birthday party, eight p.m. to question you marks. Just,
3: you just, just kind of <laughs> hang about out. 8 there's, there's a couple maybe. guys fighting over here, and then you're just kind of hanging out, drinking water or whatever. And then you like, just walk up to somebody, and say, "Hey, man, you want to fight me?" Mm-hmm. And then you say, "Yeah, well, you want to roll?" You just roll with people you never rolled with before. One the, or whatever. One of the
2: things that um, I notice about people that say they're MMA fans. They're just they're kickboxing fans. they don't like it whenever it goes to the ground.
3: no they're, stri- they're yeah they're striking fans See, and that's I get it. I mean if you don't understand like if you don't know the rules of uh, cricket or, or whatever and you try to watch it. Or like, if you don't know the rules of roller derby, you ever go to a roller derby game or never, watch that shit? Never, I've seen. If it you don't team. know the rules of it and you're trying to watch it, it just—it just looks it like a bunch of gals mm-hmm. out there having a skate. But the people that, <laughs> but the people that know, into each other that that get it, you know, it's really exciting and really interesting. And that's what gra- that's the way grappling is. It's like it looks like two guys are just kind of walling around on the floor hugging each other, but there's actually a lot of really interesting. It's a chess match going on right there. And
2: I've uh, over the years I've been able to to recognize what they're what the guy on the top's trying to do, what the guy on the bottom.
3: You listen trying to, to do. Joe Rogan explaining the show Honestly, for years, and you get educated. He's literally the
2: best color commentator in sports. Yeah, because he he explains it.
3: Um, and you, know, you you have, wait, so, you're saying you haven't read a book about jiu-jitsu? No. But you know all this stuff.
2: How's that possible? I don't really know anything about it. I, I can just I can just You know a, a
3: lot ch- about jiu-jitsu. You yeah. haven't practiced it. That's true. But you know a lot about jiu-jitsu. Yeah, I guess. You know what the so this I can move ju- or that I'm move? a blue belt then, right? <laughs> you, the can see, belt. you can see you can see what transitions together. might happen or
2: Yeah, I can see what they're trying to do usually. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I want to be a play-by-play guy for MMA, for an MMA organization. I've already started doing it for pro wrestling. Might as well branch out I,
3: oh, I also discovered Because I've never really been able to throw Like full contact Like like throw heavy at people I've I've learned You know That I've got What some of what my strengths are Is like I've actually got like Really good at knees Like like if I'm doing like one, two And, I, and we're close I can fucking catch you with a knee That you're not going to see Because I don't have to I, You know I'm there's not no telegraphing. There's no te- telegraphing mean, There's no telegraphing with my kicks anyway That's one of my That's my best that's thing That's what I
2: always said about you He's Is it He's got uh, no telegraphing to his kicks. He's a,
3: see, yeah, one of well, the best kickers in the game. Those Muay Thai fuckers, they always, they always like tilt. They switch. They, they tilt the front leg out to, to get power, but that's just an indicator he's about to kick. All right. A cry style kick, it's just like, boom, you're kicked. You don't, you, I'm not going to give you any indication. It's not going to be as powerful, but you don't see it coming that's really the one imagine. that
2: gets you Yeah well that's the thing I was thinking I mean, Especially if I'm throwing The trade off If I'm throwing
3: punches at your head Getting you to cover up And then boom Right Don, to the Don fucking Cerrone is very good
2: at that He'll throw a jab out there Just for no reason Because he knows the, guy, the guy's going to dip away From his jab And then throw a head kick up And smack him right inside the side of the head The most,
3: most important The most important move In striking is In my opinion Is the one-two punch Jab reverse punch Or jab hook Or, or jab cross Just one-two One-two The second most important Technique in striking Is one-two kick. You see it all the time. One-two kick. Because you are you can get them to do what you want with the first two punches. They're almost just like feints. If you connect, that's good. But you don't have to worry about actually hitting them. You're just trying to get their attention on the punches so they don't see the foot coming at your face.
2: My buddy Gibb, when I, was, when I lived at Carolina Beach, he was an MMA guy. And something that sticks in my mind is that I just I asked him I was like man Can you you know Teach me how to fight I said I, I got a decent punch And you know this and that My my left hook Is actually really good And um, And he said yeah And it was the first fun He had the gloves up And he's like Alright we're gonna do this And he showed me The different punches And the combinations It's like 3, two, one, two, two, And I would do it I was getting really good at it He's like that's really good You know He said you've never done this before And you know And I was like no And he said well You're doing really well He said I I would like To you stick with it And now I'd like to You know Pursue that I'm I was thinking I'm too old I I saw uh, an article about a guy He was 46 And he started You know And he was severely overweight Now he's really good at it And he's slim Like boxing or um... It was I think it was BJJ there's a guy, Anthony Bourdain, Sorry, when he was 54 years old, man, got, got up to purple belt. Mm-hmm. He was competing in masters of it, not master, like I'm a master of this, but like older divisions mm-hmm. and winning tournaments
3: against other men his age. There's a, there's a dude in my class who's a doctor. And he's 66 years old and like just got his blue belt. Yeah, I would. I mean, I, I think he's good with the,
2: with the level of physical activity I do with the weightlifting and all that stuff. I think I could be pretty good at it. So I'm going to do it.
3: So you're you're thinking you're focusing right now. You want to try out Krab Maga? Yeah, really. It's about.
2: really interests me for some reason. I like misdirection. I like misdirection. It is, it's I extremely
3: like, violent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean maybe that is what speaks to me. I don't know. It's eye gouges. It's nut punches. It's fucking great. It's what Batman in the in the Dark Knight. Right. It's, it's a lot of, of the, misdirection and elbows and you yeah. know fucking just nasty shit. You know. So I was just like, well, that seemed to me, what it is, it seemed to be the to be the most effective if i ever get into a street fight, you know what i mean? So, and i and i'd pair that with boxing. Like i've even taken some some boxing training and i can punch fairly well. So, i'll just stick with that and see what i can do. You know,
3: boxing is just so great for your cardio and your your core mm-hmm. and, and i mean it. It's a really good full body workout. It's right up there with swimming.
2: American boxing is the shit. Like it's mm-hmm. you know, they are they are the hardest punchers in the world. I mean, and it's no, that, I don't it. know.
3: I don't know if I'd say that a karate reverse punch is way more powerful than a is it anything in I gear but the uh, two words depends on who's throwing it. Yeah, <laughs> people don't people don't credit him as being a karate guy because he doesn't have a belt in karate or whatever. Connor McGregor, it's true. That punch that he throws that he wins every single fight you know, his his knockout left hand punch that's not no fucking baki. Boxing punch. It's nope. a it's a karate reverse punch. It's a classic. The way he moves his feet, his stance, the way he throws his hips into it. It's not that he's got big pecs and big muscles there That's not what that power is coming from. It's, it's all coming come from, from his from, legs. It's coming from his hips. Mm. It doesn't matter how he could he could have arms as skinny as mine. That punch would still be just about as powerful because he's putting his whole body into it, and it's a straight punch. It's not this hooking shit. It's your whole body going forward. Connecting with the so chin So you just
2: hit You know Shift and
3: I mean I can do it I mean I was just Like Oh we got a demonstration So if I'm like this I'm safe I'm fighting like this my, my opponent's right here When I throw that punch Watch my feet Oh watch, okay watch, watch this Watch So this is where my punch ends Yeah Watch what I do with my leg and Watch my fist
2: Oh you're just leaning Your whole body and so You keep my, pushing my, through my whole
3: fucking And I'm pushing off With this foot And I'm dropping My weight off of this foot in addition to turning my hips, so there's hip pressure. I'm so turned on off right this now. this foot, I'm dropping right here, and then obviously the arm is pushing real hard too. But it's your enti- it's it's the most force you can possibly generate into your hand, like scientifically. That's awesome. A karate reverse.
2: Well, what's crazy about that is he knocked out Jose Aldo with that same punch, but he was moving backwards. So the the momentum of Jose Aldo coming forward, and him, him just taking one step back. And I guess he pivoted
3: and he put, he just stopped on that foot
2: mm-hmm. and just knocked okay. him <laughs> dead. Killed him. Haven't seen him since. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I'm, ai
2: was tr- getting down on myself. I actually missed a day. My second day in the gym, I missed because I don't know why I couldn't wake up. I just didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And I started beating myself up and I actually sent Dutch a message saying, I missed today. And he said, Well, don't flagellate yourself. Just go tomorrow. And that's what I did. Yeah. Knew, so. I mean,
3: like a rest day, it's okay to rest. Well,
2: that's what today was—a designated rest day. Like I, I'd worked out hard all week, and tomorrow's back at it hard again. So I need, you know, today I needed to rest. So I just slept until you know ten thirty or whatever, instead of getting up at six. And um, yeah, it's uh, I'm feeling good about it like I'm. This is going to be the year that I actually get in shape. I'm not just going to be strong. I'm actually going to be in shape too. So you'll start doing cardio. Yeah, with the swimming and cardio is just lifting weights faster. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> uh, I thought about CrossFit. Fuck that! I, I'm not sold on that. I think, for one thing, I think there a bunch of them are just full of shit. We're an all natural. No, you're fucking not. Is there is there money to be won at the contest? Yeah, then you're not all natural. Do they test? I don't think they do. <laughs> I saw a thing where the guy who's won it, that rich from or whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Froming? Yeah. He's, he's won it so many times, and the guy was asked him to take a drug test. He said, Yeah, I'll come take one tomorrow. Yeah. It's like, No, now. He's like, Yeah, I'm a, you know, he did. drink about six gallons of water. Him hot, him hot his way out of it. Like, Yeah, you're on fucking steroids. You're on something. Yeah. And some of the girls, it's fucking obvious they're on fucking something. They're the low body fat percentage that they carry that is nearly impossible for women to carry, all that stuff. They're on something. I'm not saying that cuz I'm jealous of what they can do. I respect what they can do. I respect what female powerlifters can do and female bodybuilders. And you're but not against using steroids. No, no, I, I'm against lying about it. Yes. Right. To come out and fucking say it. <laughs> right. I'll be like, "Yeah, fine, I don't care, but quit selling it that you're not cheating. You're cheating." You know, it's just or at least you're taking a one up, you know? You're
3: doing the thing that you're actually doing.
2: Exactly. So What's your favorite thing this week, Chuck? Um Well, I mean, I can, I can tell you what I've been doing. I, I started, I'm almost done with the Elvin Bane, which is, when I, when I read it when I was a kid, and I don't think I finished it, I thought it was really great. I don't know if it's the fact that I've matured and the fact that my writing skills have gotten better and my comprehension skills and, and picking out what people are doing is better. It's really not that good of a book. It's got nice concepts. It's got, uh, I like the idea that the elves in it are just these awful, evil people and they're enslaving all humans and then the dragons are just trying to stay out of everything and they're powerful too, but they don't want to head on confrontation because they know how powerful the elves are. You know what I mean? It's a lot of good stuff going on there. The first couple chapters were great because you got to get inside of how these, uh, the humans lived and it was a very, and they were scared to go outside because there was always a roof over them because they weren't allowed to go outside except, Except the slaves who were outside slaves, you know they were knew the fields and stuff like that. So it was good. Um, I just can see. I don't know if I'm being a a over, overly critical, but I, I could see how they could have. And it's two women right now. I can see how they could have done better. Like some things were just thrown in there. Like the main girl is a half blood. She's a humans and elves mating this, but to have That's a, racist. <laughs> but to have a half blood kid, the kid gets killed immediately. So does the parent because half bloods are like more powerful they get that hybrid vigor they get the the magic that humans have hybrid what sir <laughs> vigor okay <laughs> and um and they they're like more powerful than the parent you know and then they become wizards and all this stuff and they had a big wizard war and they almost defeated the elves and the only reason that they that the uh, the wizards lost is because they had treachery from within you know all kinds of stuff it's a very good concept i'm hoping the next book gets better Because I'm gonna finish. There's three of them. You know, I'm I'm gonna finish all three. But that's another favorite thing too this week is that I I like the fact that I could spot what they did wrong and how they could have changed it and made and made the book. It would have been had to been much bigger. It's only about a 350 page book. It could have easily been a thousand page book because it's that it's that big. The concepts are that large. You know, but they just seemed to want it. Brevity was a concern. I don't get that. You're writing the thing, write the fucking thing. Mm. Pull a George R. R. Martin. Fucking write it. Get, get 1200 pages down. Do a Tad Williams. Get all of it down. You know, I'll read it. You know, and, and and so will most people I know who love fantasy. That's a selling point. If I see a book this fucking thick, I'm like, that
1: must have something to say.
2: Give me that one. (laughs) (laughs) It's like with, uh, with podcasts like uh, the podcasts I listen to, some of them will go four hours, and I like those the best. Yeah, Dan Carlin. Fucking yeah. kidding me? It's
3: like a box set.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's an individual disc. No. I'm, I'm committing to something. I, I want to be rewarded for my commitment. It's an you know, experience. So, yeah. yeah. Like if I if I pull up a, a Rogan podcast with a with like a comedian that I really like, and it says it's three and a half hours long, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, that's gonna be because, supposed to be good. Yeah. Or um, or the Dan Carlin. Some of those are. There's five of them And each of them Is five hours long Have you ever listened To any of his A lot of his stuff Dan Carlin mm-hmm. Yeah I've listened To all of um, All of the Mongols ones I listened to the Celtic Holocaust I think I listened To that one I listened to the Blueprint Blueprint for Armageddon Did you listen to all those I'm pretty sure I did This was yeah, This was years ago Whenever one, I was man. still working <laughs> I mean, I, As much as I love it It's rough Because it's so long You know It's He manages to keep you interested I just I've forgotten most of it. I still remember a lot of the Mongol stuff, mm-hmm. but I've forgotten most of the other ones. Because whenever I was listening, I was, I was working at the shop doing right manual labor. <laughs> well, I'm I'm gonna get a pair of uh, ear, like I've got a pair of ear pods, uh, and I'm gonna listen and instead of reading because I think they kind of frown on reading. Uh, I, people look at me, you know, weird when I'm reading. If I just was listening to something, I don't think they would have any. Because they think I listen to music. That's what everybody always yeah. thought I was doing whenever yeah. I was listening to podcasts at work. Right. you yeah. listen to podcast, And that's the that? thing. Well, you can't hear over music, and then I would be like, no, it's somebody talking. I can hear over it just fine. I'll keep you one know? ear out. Yeah. Just uh, so they would... So I would keep the ear that I can't hear of, I'd keep that one that one out so that they wouldn't think I was distracted or anything. Like if a forklift would come, I would know it was coming. Right. Well, but the, you know as this as well as I do. When you're in that kind of industry, it's more of a f- what you can feel as opposed to what you can yep. hear. When you feel a rumbling, you're like, "Whoa, that's not good." You know, that's that's why I, I am at the plant. I'm like, "I know what the rumbles are now." If there's an unfamiliar rumble, I start to get a little bit nervous. You um, know, John broke out some charcuterie. <laughs> oh, is that the, the pepperoni and cheese pack that you got that on time? That shit is good, brother. Oh, my God. Let me tell you that. <laughs> fucking starving. <laughs> yeah. You no, know, I had a giant protein shake. I've been starting my day with a giant protein shake-like fruit, protein powder, milk, and ice. It fills the fucking blender. And I drink that motherfucker down. you have a good blender? Yeah, it's, it's fairly decent. The one I had from Aaron and Elaine, the characters that... Yeah. that <laughs> the Breville, the... Uh, yeah. That's a juicer, isn't it? Or did no, you- no, no. They gave me a big glass one. John gave me a big glass one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it was great. and had really sharp blades on it. I cut myself on the blades one time. and But it, uh, I was... I think either I was cleaning it or was cleaning it, and it slipped and it broke. Oh, man. Yeah. It sucks. But I can afford a brand new blender, but until this one dies, I'm not... Well, they make them that are... Um, they'll pulverize everything. Like that's how everybody's making their kale shakes and all that crap. Mm-hmm. Like everything just basically turns to sludge, and you gotta <laughs> Vitamix. Yeah, that's the one that everybody uses. Vitamix. Okay. I know I'm dieting because n- normally I'm not a big pepperoni and cheese guy. And to me right now, that is fucking delicious. <laughs>
3: not a big pepperoni and cheese
2: guy. Yeah, that's, what the fuck? That is solid pepperoni and cheese. I promise you. And I remember John brought it here that one time, and I ate. It's fucking quite delicious. A bit of it. <laughs> Um, any more favorite things uh, Any shows you watch this week any Oh Breaking cool? Bad I finished Uh, I finished the uh, Fourth season Breaking Bad Oh you're almost there He's a piece of shit dude Which one He fucking poisoned that kid He poisoned that kid with that plant Yeah he did It's like you're a fucking Walter White You fucking unbelievable He's a shit And then let Jesse believe he did it And all you kinds can't, of stuff You
3: can't play the cancer card on that
2: Sorry Yeah <laughs> Mm, all those mouth sounds I love it Let me turn your fucking mic down If you're <laughs> <laughs> you disgusting animal Jesus. Like Bill Burr though <laughs> uh, Bill Burr in it Just being Bill Burr Here's what we're gonna do You're gonna sign the thing And I come back And we're gonna sit down And watch Watch uh, Cable It's gonna be <laughs> Trying to get Ted to sign that stuff Ted I don't remember Oh is he the uh, He's Skyward's old boss Yeah I'm a piece of shit No He's a piece of shit <laughs> Walter Jr. Uh, I hate fucking Walter Jr. Fuck him. Fuck Walter Jr. He's probably... Day. He's probably... Flynn, <clears throat> fuck you. He's probably one of the... want to be called by another name other than the one that your parents gave you when you were a baby. Probably one of the darker characters in the show. I'm literally called by another name. Than- <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. I was in there thinking. I didn't choose it, though. I've never been called anything else. Um, anything... Any, like, any uh, other impressions of Walt? Like, uh... He's He's, out of fucking brilliant. I mean, that whole thing he engineered. Say mine To get rid of fucking Gus. Yep. And Gus came, that, that was the perfect death for that guy. For one, for one thing, I love the fact that there was this genius play by Gus to eliminate all the fucking cartels. That's what I put on Facebook. I said his elimination of the cartel heads, it ranks up there with Michael Corleone's destruction of the five families and Cersei Lannister's play, blowing up Deceptive Baylor. I mean, those are three of the, the three biggest acts of revenge in a fiction, you know, that I can think of. And, uh, Then it turns around, and Walter did the same fucking thing to him. Like, he just sees, it's like, oh, you think that was cool? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set up this thing, and I'm going to involve that old fucking man, Salamaka, and let him get his revenge on you. Even though, what did he want fucking revenge for? That guy, he killed his friend, and he was a piece of shit, so he got paid back. You know, you want revenge on somebody that you fuck, because they got revenge on you? Turnabout is not fair play in that world, I don't think. Like, there's no such thing as an eye for an eye. You know? Well... I don't, but one of my favorite characters in it was, uh, Stephen Bauer. Stephen Bauer was an actor. He's a, he's a favorite thing this week. Stephen Bauer, he was in Scarface, right? Yes. Hmm. He played, uh, what, Manny, I think was his name. Yeah. And then he's, he's been in so much stuff. He's never gotten the respect he deserves for being such a good actor. He's very he's good. a really good actor. He's in Running Scared, the one with Gregory Hines and Bill Crystal. I love that movie. It's a piece of shit, but I love it. <laughs> it's so bad because they were filming in chicago it was supposed to be winter time but i think it went over and they were so instead of just letting it be like well it's not so cold today maybe they don't need this they were taking m- fucking toilet paper and getting it wet and throwing it on shit like it was snow <laughs> and if you and if you look you can really see and then later on in the movie there's they're outside and they're going into a place and made to look like snow i guess somebody forgot to Roll up the toilet paper stuff. So it's like flapping in the. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? And it would have been, you know, it's not a bad movie. It's a really good movie because you, Gregory Hines and Billy Crystal have charisma and uh, they're really funny. And then I watched Throw Mom from the Train. I forgot to say that's another it's favorite tremendous. God, I love that fucking movie. He's amazing. <laughs> Danny DeVito's fucking Owen Lift. Such an odd fucking character. <laughs> I got your tie. I thought it would be ruined. He's <laughs> fucking weird, dude. But anyway, um, um, I uh saw two very good movies. One of them's Hereditary. That movie is terrifying. It's on,
3: Prime, oh, yeah. Amazon Prime now. Oh, I saw that. Um, it is. It's got that. It's got that. That lo- that good-looking lady in it. Portman. Tony Collette.
2: No, that that's a different one. Oh, yeah, okay, that's Annihilation. Yeah, I watched Annihilation too, but I want to talk about Hereditary first. Um, It's a horror movie. Like it starts out, uh, Tony Collette's mom had just died, and she's got her family. um, uh, Gabriel Burns, her husband, and she's got her son and her daughter, who's this weird looking little kid, like a very unfortunate looking little girl. But she's a very good actress. Yeah, and um, turns out her mom was like in a weird cult type thing trying to bring back this uh, <coughs> this demon one of the devil's eight demons or something and I don't want to ruin it but it is there's some fucked up shit in this movie and some very good acting like um, I will just I'll just say it because it happens pretty early uh, the daughter dies <coughs> in an amazing way like just an insane way and Tony Collette, when she's reacting to when she finds out her daughter dies, it was it was very real. It reminded me of whenever my mom found out my brother died or God. something like that. That's how fucking good it was. Mm-hmm. Like I started tearing up a little bit. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. But as far as the, um, it's fu- there's some scary shit, there's some fucked up shit, there's it's weird. It's sort of like an art house movie, but it's got big name people in it. And yeah, that's where movies are going. It's, uh, I recommend it highly as far as a good, fucking, solid horror movie. It's, it's right up there with anything that's come out. And I can't believe they let some of that shit in the theaters, honest to God, without putting an NC 17 on it. does that disturb me? Some of it is, man. Some of it is. Well, like, uh, but it's, it all fits in the story. It's not a Bosnian film or. No, 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 no. I, uh, no, Serbian film. Whatever. Fuck. I mean, yeah. It fits in the story. None of it's, uh, tacked on. For the shit, shits and giggles, all of it fits, but I don't want to ruin it because I want everybody to watch it. Okay, it's fucking solid. Annihilation—that movie is wild. Natalie Portman. Um, then, like evolution, get out of control or something. Or there's something happens. They call up the uh, flicker or something, and it's it's just in this one area along the coastline of whatever state they're in. I, I don't. Sometimes I don't get minute details like that, but whatever. I think it's Florida. It might be. And um what what the thing does apparently is it changes everything and it's taking over. It's not killing, it's not it um it realigns the DNA to make something into something else and then makes a replica of like a person that was in there. So it's like a singularity. Something like that. Mm. But there was all kinds of just wild shit in that movie. And it, it all comes to a head at the end, and it's just like, gee, it's there's too much. There's too much going on. Well, I, I heard amazing. it was good, but it didn't quite get the attention it deserved. You know, it was, Natalie Portman, I'm sorry, she's not a draw. It came out at a weird time. Like, yeah. um, They'll put movies out in January, February, and March, mm-hmm. right before the big summer blockbuster season, and sometimes they don't get any recognition. I think this one came out in February last year. Because they don't know if they're going to sell, so they're yeah. just trying to give them a soft market. But it was, I mean, as far as a sci-fi movie goes, it's one of the better ones I've seen in a while. Especially one that doesn't deal with, like, technology. This deals with, like, a happening, like a right. thing. Sort of like Arrival, but not God, like Arrival man. at all. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, like, Arrival was a great science fiction, called sci-fi, drama, whatever. Yeah. It was all that. But um, I don't want to say too much about this, about Annihilation, but I will say it's fucking good and stunning, like some of the visuals. the Whoever directed that was getting it. He was going after it. It's solid. <clears throat> the acting, of course, is good. Yeah, um, there's
3: lots of close-ups, POV.
2: Yes, there's uh, like weird stuff happening. Like uh, you talking about porn. <laughs> <laughs> like they'll leave, uh, they'll leave, like they left cameras everywhere. The people that went in first, like Natalie Portman's husband, went in, who was Oscar Isaac. He went into this place first, before, like they gather up a team to go in, mm-hmm. and uh, when he came back out, she thought he was dead. It was a year later, and he just shows up. And he's completely different and starts hemorrhaging and they they go to the hospital. Then she's recruited to go into this place. And she goes. She was in the army. It's, it's very good. Like, the animals are all fucked up in this place. Yeah. It's very weird. Like, there's a bear that's screaming and he doesn't have any skin on his face and he's screaming like a woman. Oh my God. That would fucking it freak is, me out. Pretty, a lot of it freaked me out. Yeah. Because the, the visual effects are so good. It looks so fucking real. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks more real than... Um, like it makes the first Jurassic Park look like a puppet show. Well, go <laughs> <laughs> back and watch that movie with an honest eye. It's not good. I don't know that I've ever. I think we watched it in shop class one it's time. The good. shop teacher would get <laughs> tired of this. Let's, let's watch Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park isn't good. But uh, I recommend uh, Annihilation is also on Prime or Hulu. So fucking get into those. They're fucking solid. Gotcha. And. I started rewatching The Office. A lot of fun. A lot of uh, if that show came out today in the same way, the the uh, the social justice people yeah. would fucking burn it to the ground. Well, yeah. It wouldn't play the racism, the sexism, and it's never presented as a good thing. And it's not even like Michael's a racist or a sexist. He's just an idiot.
0: Big <laughs> <laughs> Indian chicks.
2: <laughs> and the joke is the tension. Yeah, the joke is Jim oh, some, looking at the camera. Like, sometimes it's so fucking uncomfortable. Oh, God. Whenever he's singing, uh, whenever he goes out after, uh, him and Jan break up or whatever, and they go to the, to the Benihana, and then he brings the, uh, the Japanese chicks back to the Christmas party, and they're singing, Your Body is a Wonderland, and he's staring right at her, and Andy Dwyer, who's a piece of shit, like, they're, they're both singing to their, to their fucking, um, Dates from the, the waitresses from the, uh, Benny Hanna. It is so fucking awkward. I wanted to fucking swallow my own head. I know it's, it's, dude. And, and, and fucking Michael can't tell them apart. He can't tell which one's his. <laughs> so he puts a mark on her arm. <laughs> that would not fly today, but it's so fucking funny. That's what I watched, people don't get about comedy. It's, it's supposed to be that way. I watched a clip of fake, fake Dwight. When Jim was acting like Dwight, question. Oh, that's great. Which bear is best? <laughs> <laughs> just all the shit incorrect he, black bear. <laughs> all, all the shit that he would do to Dwight was so fucking he is, funny. He was mean. He was just a mean person. Yeah, to Dwight. He's so bored. Yeah, he's so bored. And, he, and like he's good enough at his job to where he can fuck around. Whereas Dwight, there's no fuck around him at all. Like he has like the he's like the best salesman in the yeah. Company. No, that's was yeah. <laughs> what well, the, the thing, also, the thing I love about Dwight is he's a very good guy. Like, there's something happened. Like, uh, I think Pam uh, had a talk with uh, what's that? Karen, the girl that uh, Jim was dating from uh, Vermont or wherever he moved to for a little while. Parks and Rec. Uh, she's on. Rashida, Rashida Jones. Jones, yeah. And she had to talk with her about uh, how Jim's a great guy and like she should cut him some slack or whatever. And she regretted doing that, so she's out in the hallway crying. And Dwight walks up. Who did this to you? And where did he go? <laughs> like he's going to go kill somebody because they upset Pam. I just—I was like, man, he's a really good. Dwight guy. Dwight is a good guy. He's an idiot. I love. He's it. just a mook. Yeah. I mean, he's
3: <laughs> just the way, like. Well, I mean, he—he he has a—he runs a farm.
2: You a know what I farm. mean?
3: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm all this and, that, I'm sorry. and there's like references like I caught those boys in my hemp field. He grows. You know, he does all this like he's like super like badass prepper kind of guy. Yeah, he can do all this shit. He's, he um, he's, he's very volunteer smart here
2: for the uh, yeah. That's, a, that's, he, that's one thing. He's he's extremely intelligent. He just
3: has zero. So he doesn't have any social intelligence.
2: Right. Yeah. The uh, the scene where him and Jim go on a sales call, and then Jim's doing the talking about how uh, uh, this and this and this, and Dwight goes, "May I use your phone?" Yeah, yeah. and the and uh, Dwight dials up a phone, and he goes to the thing one seven. Three sets it down, puts it on speakerphone. Please hold, blah, blah, blah. and like they go through talking, and it's like another two minutes. It's, like, and the the guy that's trying to sell, to was like, you know, I, I like the thought of going with a local company, but I like having the convenience of a big company is uh, is great is. More attractive to me right now. And Jim goes, "How do you feel about customer service?" It's like, "Oh, it's very important to me." And he's like, "I've been. This is the uh, the paper company you're currently with. That I've been on hold with them for five minutes. And this is my this is my business card it has my home phone number, my pager number, my other that's pager number, my awesome. cell phone yeah. number. Yeah. I don't take vacations. I don't <laughs> celebrate any holidays.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and they get the sale. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so what's uh, one thing that's weird about that shows they have defined every single one of those characters." In the first episode. Yeah. That's the brilliance of it. Yeah. They did not change. They did not change. Well, they, they evolved. They, well, they evolved into something They didn't retcon deeper, anybody, though. No, they didn't, you know. Like, the very first episode, even though the first episode, the first season of The, the American Office is the exact same. It is just, mm-hmm. they change names. Mm-hmm. But it's the exact same as um, The British Office. So, that's how brilliant Ricky Gervais is, even though he's a cunt. To be able to, to do that And then they just keep it going Everybody's the same Every, Everybody's so well defined Stanley's well defined You know exactly I The way Stanley, Stanley feels He's About everything hilarious <laughs> Have you lost your damn mind <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's trying to Fuck the audience. <laughs> so I've, I've been enjoying Rewatching that Because um, Which is better That or Parks and Rec oh, The Office I think Edges it out a little bit I don't know man Parks and Rec Is a little bit more warm. Yeah, you might be right. I don't know. But well, that does that's not a, that's not a that's not a better or worse, The thing, about, just Parks, the thing about Parks and Rec is they they realized that the there was some some extra people that weren't really great and they just got them right out. I thought the guy they got rid of wasn't bad. Yeah, but he was just you get that once you got Adam Scott, that's yeah, like the God, third God. season. Adam Scott's fucking great. And Rob Lowe. Yeah, and I was one of those Rob Lowe haters for a long time, and I don't know why. Like, I just heard he had done something bad, and he was a handsome prick, and I was like, okay, I'm jealous of this guy. He had guy. like a Fuck sex him. tape in the 80s. Yeah, but I don't, see, that's Way the thing. of the game. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying, I hated him for no good reason, and so
3: did everybody else.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? And now, I think it might have been an underage girl or
3: something. But I think it's the character that he plays in Wayne's World. That could be it. That makes everyone hate him.
1: Ah... Uh,
3: Maybe yeah, (laughs) little truth, little truthiness
2: there. And was it Billy Madison or wasn't he one of those as a prick? Billy Madison. He was a villain. No, uh, Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That might be it because he always played a handsome prick. Well, but then he got cast in that after being. He's easy to hate because he's so fucking handsome. You know what I mean? I hate him because he's handsome. I used to hate him because he's handsome because I wasn't secure with myself. I'm slightly more secure with myself nowadays, so like I don't just, hate it's it. It's that
3: guy you just look at, and it's like, I bet the fucking woman I love is really attracted to that well,
2: guy. The, yeah, and that's the worst, <laughs> that, but that's life, you know what I mean? Physical attractiveness is important, of course, but if the person you're with that really loves you, it's not really an issue, you know? They're like, yeah, that's a very handsome man. You get a hall pass. But, but I you. love you. If you run into Rob Lowe and he wants to bang you, what am I going to do about it, you know? Yeah, but you're not going to run into Rob Lowe. Right. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I just, uh, And that's a hard pill for a lot of guys, including me, to swallow, is that no matter how good you are at something or, you know, whatever, you're just never going to be Brad Pitt. You're never going to be that guy. You're just not. I mean. I don't know that I'd want to be. I I don't like being bothered, you know? I'm talking about being as handsome as he is. Well, well, yeah, that'd be okay. But, like, being as famous, like, like, I think uh, who has, like, a really good level of fame that I'd be okay with? Like,
3: uh, I don't know, man. Like, I'm sorry, go ahead. Tom Waits. Tom Waits. I bet he could
2: go about just about anywhere except for maybe like hipster places. Sure. People that like, he could go down, like to, he go down to Grants down here and nobody would yeah. know him. But if you go into a hipster place where people pretend like he's just Tom music Waits, skills, they would, <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, oh my God, it's Tom Waits. He's the most overrated person ever.
3: What Is mean? He? Like, I mean, I could imagine <laughs> like, um, being, um, being a woman And being like Like a Barbie doll I imagine a lot You know what I mean like it's Smooth being down there a, Just being like <laughs> Not literally But like You know Being like the Very hot And um Like no matter what you do You can just roll out of bed No makeup You're still She's still Fucking hot Um And having to go through life like that mm-hmm. You don't know Who's genuine Sure You know You don't know who you're Who really likes you Or who your real friends are Because everyone wants your pussy Right even the girls. And so it's like, I, I would think that'd be kind of, I mean, it, have, it would have pros and cons. That's why they usually get with a guy who's unattractive.
2: Mediocre, because... Because he really loves her. He knows who she is, and he doesn't...
3: But then, but then, uh, now if I was a dude, like a, then I looked like Brad Pitt. I don't think it would be quite as bad, because, you know... You, women don't pursue men in the same way that men pursue women. But Maybe it would not. still... I, I could see how it would be difficult because you're like... You, you get a lot of advantages. You obviously get tons of advantages from being very attractive. Mm-hmm. But there's there's always a price.
2: Everybody's got a price. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling <laughs> reference. Ted DiBiase.
3: It's like, yeah, does this does this woman really love me for me? or is, Or is she just... Just Not because love? I it's look just, like nothing like Pavarotti. Love. It's just elongated puppy love. Well, here here's, like, I, I kind like, of this girl like like dated this guy for like ten years or something like that, and they were just she realized we're just never going to get married. She's like, I I just can't break up with him. I like I just lay awake at night and look watch look at him while he's asleep because he's just so beautiful. He just looks so good. That's so even though she 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 knew the relationship wasn't going to take her where she wanted to go. It's been obvious for years. She couldn't. Ended it just because she's so attracted to him. I mean it wasn't like he was abusive or anything, he's a great guy. Sure. But it was like But just they didn't click. Yeah, it was like it was they didn't want the same things, but she couldn't end it after ten years just because of the way just because he's so good looking. She couldn't break up with well, him. Well, here's the thing. Um and I'm not trying to call too much of my wife into this,
2: but when you really love somebody you want them to be happy, no matter what. And That's the best thing because that's, even if you know it's not going to work out or anything like that, it's, it's a, it's a comfort. You're like, well, I love them for who they are. And if they're happy, I'm happy. So even if they're not with you, it's okay. You'll, you'll recover from it. What you got to do then is you got to kill the person that they're with and then be there to console them. (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) but I'm just saying you have, look at things like that as opposed to being possessive or something like that you just so many people are possessive of people because they're insecure yes there's that well, but there's yeah. also the fact that they you know they just can't imagine life your life will go on you know it, it just and if you really love them if you really loved them you wouldn't care. It's not that you wouldn't care if they weren't with you, but you would be okay with it. You're like, well, as long as they're happy, I'm happy for them. See, and then you can walk away and take your hands off. And say, hey, I love you. I'm glad you're happy. I'll see you. You know what I mean? And the, that's it.
3: The sad thing is, is that most people aren't anywhere near that stage of of, of emotional development. And most people are like, oh, you don't want to. You don't want to date me anymore. Fuck you. I hope you die. I hope you burn yeah. in a car. You know, it's like, and then they, you know, and then it's like anger, and the, it's like there's. You know, there's there people that I've removed that I dated that I that I don't allow in my life anymore just because I can't have them hurting me. But I, I love everyone I fucked. Right. I still love them. I know. You know what I mean? It's like I don't just fucking turn on somebody just because sure. something doesn't work out. But most people just literally just like, oh well, I don't get what I want. You're you're a piece of shit to me now.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, that's just literally just that's just kind of how humans are wired and. And you know, trying to like be better than that all the time, and you know, it's tough. And sometimes you're dealing with people. It's like you might be, you might be like really like caring and genuinely want someone to be happy, and then you, but you might wind up falling in love with somebody who's just fucking using you. It's just a piece of shit. I've you know, I've had girls that I like take out and you know buy them, you know buy them dinner and stuff, and like make it obvious that I like this person, and like she just like fucking milked me for like a year. And, like, I don't know. It was just like, and like that, like, I don't know. Like, that person did, like, leave a bad. That's one person I do, like, I don't care if she's happy or not. No. Because, fuck you. Some people are monsters. You know, they don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm lucky to have not. But it's easy to, it's easy for some people, a doormat type person, to be attracted to a, a user. It's just a classic case. A lot of times it's the woman's the doormat and the man's the abuser. And then oftentimes people don't – people send – in our culture it seems to be like people don't acknowledge that women are like really abusive too, just like men are, just in different ways. Like women can treat men like a doormat.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and just how prevalent it is. I mean like there's, whole, there's a whole culture of the sugar baby, sugar daddy thing, which isn't really abuse because the guy – you know, the guy's consenting. All right. Like you don't even, there there's, I know girls that get guys to pay their rent for them and she's never even gone on a date with him. All right. Just from pictures on the internet, he's paying her rent for her. You it's know? a whole business. And he's doing it voluntarily. He's like, I, maybe I want to do this for you or whatever. And she's like, okay, and she's like, yeah, and I've got this other guy giving me money too and this other guy giving me money too and they just don't have to work. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like, it's just, you know, and it's just like really prevalent. It's just interesting, it's just interesting. I wonder if there's any men in that industry like getting sugar w- sugar me. mamas? Oh yeah. sure, yeah, far fewer, but yeah,, yeah. I'm sure they're but they're
2: more prevalent in the gay community,
3: yeah, yeah, like I could probably be like I- I'm gay hot i'm not I'm not hot, but gay guys really like me, so like I just kind of sometimes I wish I was gay, just like it'd be so much easier. I would get laid so much easier if I was gay. I'm no hot, like not not one. Uh, <laughs> one
2: <those laughs> gay dudes, uh, there's there's a whole whole genre of gay dudes <laughs> that fucking be into you. <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah, you're like a grizzly
2: bear. I a bear. There's
3: a name for it. <laughs> yeah, you're a bear. Like, kind of big, kind of you got a little hit, like hair on your back and like big and strong. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's it's a thing. And beard. Oh yeah. Oh God. Oh, there, there's oh, a yeah. there's like a whole genre just for you, buddy. Well, I have been. I mean.
2: I've been to gay bars like we used to go see this guy we worked with at uh, out at Chili's. He he did a really good <laughs> drag show, and we would go there like all the everybody always would go to watch him perform. You know, he's our friend and supporting him. And I got hit on fairly often when I was there. In you there. go, pal. And I was just like, have you thought about a life change? <laughs> no, I haven't. I mean, I've everybody's what, had that. Everybody's what if had you're that, that top. You don't have to have anything. No, in your no, I did. Everybody's had that inner. Discussion with themselves. Can, could I be? Am I gay? And then I just, I, it, it doesn't repulse me, but I have no interest in it. You know what I mean? I, I can't, even if you imagine that the, the most handsome guy you can imagine having sex with, there's just no interest. Like, nah, man, I could, no, there's I, no, <laughs> can't do it. Never. No,
3: not even the hand job in a, sorry, uh, Dutch hand job in a hot tub. <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> if I was gay, I definitely wouldn't be with somebody that's exactly like me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd go for more of a twink. <laughs> I love that I'm fucking it's always sunny. <laughs> He'd be a power bottom. <laughs> Generating lots of force (laughs) Isn't speed Got something to do with it Speed has everything to do with it (laughs) I'm going to try to find that scene (laughs) I love that fucking
3: show dude. That's a show that I probably should be a fan of But I haven't really watched Oh Oh, I think you'd
2: love it You would love it dude It's so fucking good
3: I've just missed out on so much stuff
2: Yes Uh. This guy's, guys gay
1: me to dinner. Come on Who doesn't like to watch A naked woman Swing around on a pole Gay man for one <laughs> Huh? <laughs> I'm gay No You're so big and tough You're... You do not come across as gay You don't look like a gay guy No nah, That's cause he's a bear
3: Huh? he's a bear. You see, some gay guys are twinks and others are bears.
1: This gay guy's a bear. By the way, we're totally cool with that. To each his own. I'm a little confused here. What's a twink? Uh, a twink is small and <laughs> slender, like Mac. Oh, no. I'm too muscular. I would be a bear. Oh, uh, don't think so, bro. Not hairy enough. Smooth mm-hmm. I would be a bear.
3: No, no. See, I don't think you'd be a bear either. As a matter of fact, I don't know what you would be. <laughs>
2: I'd be a top. That's for sure. Maybe. Can a twink be a top or is that reserved for
3: bears? I'm sure there's a great deal of switching Back and forth. But I think more often than not, bears are tops. Unless they happen to be power bottoms. What's a power bottom? A power bottom is a bottom that is capable of receiving an enormous amount of power. Actually, Mac, you got it backwards. You see, a power bottom is actually generating all the power by doing most of the work. Does the power have to do with the size or the strength <laughs> of the bottom? Now, Dennis, I've heard that speed has something to do with it. Just keep speed going. Speed has everything, everything. <laughs> to do with it. You see, the speed of the bottom informs the top how much pressure he's supposed to apply. Speed's the name of the game. Right, buddy? <laughs>
1: God, I got fucking live! God damn it Great, so now
2: that you have your uh, John, I think you'd love the show Yeah that, I mean, that is the that's whole show That's the show right there I mean, that's like my kind of comedy They idea. never learn any lessons there's, no. They're all horrible people They're all just pieces of shit They never make any other friends besides themselves And it's amazing It's its the my favorite sitcom of all time I think. Sounds like a dream They're all Eric Cartman's <laughs> so
0: They yeah. have
2: no redeeming qualities <laughs> Yeah, I love every one of them But th- there's no reason to and even the woman um, uh, D. Sweet D Sweet D Just a big piece of shit
0: Just <laughs> Terrible
2: garbage. Just garbage <laughs> The best, Who would be the best Charlie would be the best one Charlie is he Charlie has actually heart. has Has a good heart He's just a fucking he's idiot a, a moron not, he's, he's not even really that stupid He's just so strange yeah. He's a strange fucking guy <laughs> Doing the Charlie work <laughs> The Charlie work is all the shittiest things To do in the bar <laughs> Just all the most terrible things Yes yeah. Trying, where, I wonder if there's anywhere that's streaming for free, uh, Always Sunny. Yeah, it's a it thing.
3: I don't know how to watch it. Isn't it on Netflix? I don't know if
2: it's on Netflix. Or it was on Netflix for a while. Hulu. it no, might be it's on, on Hulu. Hulu now.
3: All right, we are running okay. low on of time. Are we doing, umbra- or you want to do that and skip Umbridge?
2: Yeah, because this guy, this might give you guys some Umbridge because I don't know. I, uh, I started start Always Sunny's a- on
3: Hulu. Okay, I have to, I don't have Hulu, but it's free. Some of it's free, right? Um, Hulu. I think you got. I think it's
2: like nine bucks a month. Oh, I can't handle that. I don't know. Anyway, writing prompt. Last week we gave you a writing prompt. Yeah, and it was supposed to be two pages. It ended up being four. That's fine. And it, the the writing prompt was your superhero who got drunk at a bar and started revealing all your powers to everyone. And I altered it slightly. That's And fine. it's not I, it's they. Okay. <laughs> Okay, Ains was as uh, old as Northern. What kind I- of music would you like? Um, well, I'll give you a breakdown. It's Professor X and Magneto when they're young in a bar in Northern Ireland after an, after a bomb goes off a terrorist attack. Okay, and I'll, we can talk about why I did this. And okay. <laughs> That's not- Okay, it's Irish music, baby It is, but I mean, this is more dark Okay, a Kyanains was as old as Northern Ireland itself The old Irish spelling of the name Keenan, which was the name of the town it was nestled in Was painted, was once painted gaily on the sign swinging above the door But the cold sea air of the coastal village had stripped and faded it The incessant breeze swung the sign back and forth with a mournful scree, scree, scree Sunday at was usually quiet The people of Keenan were a quiet, sober-minded lot, and Sundays were usually spent at home with family. Ten or so souls sat throughout the dark, warm confines of the place, sitting quietly or talking in low voices. Not a laugh was heard or a smile seen. No one felt much like laughing or grinning these past few days, not since the bombing. The door opened gently. A man... Stepped in with the breeze, stopped for a moment to let his eyes ju- adjust to the gloom. Of average height and slender build, he would have considered handsome. His chest and hair was a curvy tumble, and his bearing was dignified and proud. I'm going to have to change that. Um, but his eyes, his eyes held such a sadness, such a profundity, that his gaze was unnerving. A few young ladies, intrigued by the stranger, couldn't meet those light hazel eyes. The man loosened his fine jacket and wrapped a red scarf from his neck. He hung both on pegs and made his way to the bar. Guinness. Charles Xavier said the word softly. He accepted the pint with a small smile and nod, all the cheer he could muster. He was actually more of a wine drinker, but he needed something a bit more bite today. A moment later, he said Bushmills. The bartender raised an eyebrow, but poured him the shot. Charles was quiet for a moment. Give me the same again, he indicated the seat beside him. bartender looked puzzled, but complied. Seconds later, the door opened again, but with none of the gentility that Charles had demonstrated. The door banged against the frame, startling everyone except Charles. Years later, one man would say, He never touched that door, never a finger. Charles didn't see, turn to see who the man was. He didn't have to. Others saw a tall, broad-shouldered man slender like a knife. He was clad in a black suit, finely cut, and his long, dark hair was tied severely at the back of his neck. His bearing like Charles was proud, but as he stood and strode forth with almost a regal air, oh, let's see, if the regent was possessed of more than a touch of arrogance. You really shouldn't do that, Charles says softly as the man took his reserve seat. It's not safe, Eric. Eric Lynchard smiled wolfishly. For who, he replied, not bothering to lower his voice. Us, Us or them? Charles didn't answer. He sipped his pint and Eric tossed back his shot. Tossed back his shot. The Irish do indeed make the best whiskey, but I haven't had a decent beer since I left Germany. Charles acted as though he hadn't heard a word his friend said. Eric smiled faded as he looked at him. It wasn't your fault, Charles, he said, and more gently. Don't punish yourself so. Charles shook his head. It was my fault. I could have found out more of the target if I had pushed harder. He was a child, Charles. It couldn't be more than 16. He knew about the bomb, Eric. He knew where and when I'd felt it. I didn't want to hurt him. Such a fragile mind. If I had pushed, he might have recovered. I was going to work in something that the kid was kind of simple minded. I didn't, you know, I thought that would be evident through what, how they're speaking. Um,. If I had pushed, he might now, he might never have recovered. If Fury told you to, Eric pointed out. Fury is a soldier, Charles sent back. They can accept collateral damage. Then you did the right thing, Eric said. Yes, Charles answered, really. I did the right thing, and 20 people lost their lives. Eric shrugged. It's in their nature, Charles. Neanderthal vanished because they couldn't adapt. Homo sapiens will vanish because of their blood, bloodthirst if they don't kill us all with them first. Charles looked at his friend. Are we so much better, so much more than them, so much better? I would think that answer, answer self-evident. That's, Uh, Eric answering Charles eyes Softened I know you have Pain my friend But they are Not all them Oh but they are Charles Eric's voice Was a soft Whip crack You don't know Them as I do But if you would Open your mind And steal yourself You would know uh, I'm right That's tantamount To rape Eric Uh, We've come To one of your Moral quandaries Again I'm not liking this Charles Eric returns Smiling sardonically I thought this Sounded a lot better It sounds good to me Okay raping the minds of a murderous species to save your own tell me if you if a troop of chimps descended on us would you read their minds to see if they were going to savage us and eat our faces they are not apes eric quite right charles apes are at least able to live in harmony with their world humans deserve uh destroy theirs however that is a very common denominator between them eric said their fear Slowly, almost languidly, Eric raised an arm. He pointed, and the darts flew from the dartboards. Wheeling around him, they began to pick up speed. Gas arose, and more. And one woman screamed, pelting it out the door, swinging crazily on its hinges. Flick of his hand, the darts flew, smashing the mirror behind the bar, shattering its glass flying everywhere. The bartender dove for cover. Eric Charles cried, "Stop this! We are in the future, Charles, not them." Eric answered, amazingly calm, "They are scared." Little apes hiding in their trees at our approach. Charles rose, his eyes locked on his friend. Eric froze, and his face went slack. The darts clattered to the ground. A moment later, Eric's animation returned, and he gasped. So, raping the mind of your best friend is perfectly permissible. Charles frowned. He quickly he moved quickly over to the cot to the to get his coat and scarf. Man, this is kind of smeared. Don't be ridiculous, Eric. You gave me no choice. Eric Chuck without humor following. Oh, I did give you a choice, Charles, and you made yours. Your choice was them over us. The two men hurried from and Ains, leaving the wreckage of the place behind. That's it. It's pretty cool. I liked last week's better. Yeah, me that too. Was, that
3: was good. I like- what boggles my mind is for that, for the listeners, he's got a couple pieces of computer paper, and he just he's handwriting it, and there's nothing scratched out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, for me, like, I have to sit there with a the word processor and go back and delete this word. You know, I have to sit there and, like, sculpt it with the word processor to get the words where I want them, where you're just, like, straight out of your brain and onto the paper. Well, I've pretty much always been able to do that. Sometimes
2: I'll alter a word in the flow, but I never go back and fix anything. Like, they're saying what they're saying. As I've said before, I'm only reporting it. So, even though I felt it, felt kind of rushed and... I could have thrown more in there. It just started coming, so I just started writing it. And plus, I'm at work, so I'm trying not to, you know. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was, uh, you know, two friends who... And for those that don't know, it's Magneto. It's Magneto and Professor X. yeah. In, in a, and w- the, the story behind this was that Nick Fury started early working with superhuman people to try to fix situations. You know, he thought that we could... You know, not use them, but maybe they could work And help people And he was a liaison to Northern Ireland And they were having, you know Trouble there, so he got in touch with Charles Xavier, who he knew Was a, a telepath, the world's most powerful telepath And said, you know, you could come help Fix this, there's going to be terrorist bombings Maybe you could help smooth some of the stuff over And Charles Xavier is just too much of a He's too Kind of a person to Pry into people's minds too much, but and then, you know, of course, you have the other side of the coin, which, you know, Magneto, Eric Lansher, who was believed that mutants were superior to humans. And he's right. They are. I mean, they're, they're, the name of their of their species is Homo sapiens superior because they are given earth-shaking powers. You know what I mean? I, I think that's – the fact that Charles Xavier is like that is – although, let's put it this way, the amount of money he has is not, a, is not an accident. He – he knows stock markets. I mean, he would pry into people's minds about inside trading without, you know, having no, you know but he was doing it for the greater goods. And that's something that actually Magneto had thrown in his face before. It's like, you think you got you, all this money you have. It's, it's by accident. You guessed about all this stuff. And then he kind of had to shrug his shoulders like, well, I didn't hurt anyone. And he said, no, but you broke the rules and you're, you've started down that path. So you're already doing what I'm doing, you know, so you broke the rules. <laughs> now I'm off your hair. <laughs> yeah. Now I thought, you no, know, that's not my best. It's but pretty good. I liked it. I want to do a quick umbrage. I know you. You time is a factor here, right? <laughs>
0: All
2: right. The big uh, outrage this week on Twitter was uh, Louis C.K. did a set in the hey, middle. I heard of, about this middle of December, and somebody recorded it. This is uh, people were complaining about him just showing up at the comedy cellar in New York City unannounced, and um, people not wanting to see him. Not, no nobody that was actually there was complaining about it right. it's, it's other people on the internet. but he did a, a advertised set at a comedy club in New York, in uh, Long Island or whatever and he did um, jokes about the parkland shooters, uh, the kids and it, people aren't listening to what he was saying. He said it was the kids these days type of bit like these kids are testifying in Congress and doing all this stuff. When I was a kid, we did mushrooms. Stuff like that Yeah He didn't He was putting the joke Back on him And he's like We're talking about The kids nowadays Are better than us That's the sense But also He's working it out This is not He's not putting this out As Mm -hmm. a It was It was recorded illegally And put out On the internet illegally And it was supposed to Just be for the people In that room at the time Whenever a comedian's working out material They have to be able To do it in front of people It's not like writing A song or something You know And what they did was get him at his uh, rough draft stage, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even like somebody got offended in the audience, and he goes, "Oh, be offended? What are you going to do? Take my birthday? They've already taken everything else from me." So Damn. you can tell there is a little bit of bitterness about sure, it. Sure, yeah. But every com- every comedian that I respect either hasn't weighed in on it or thought it was funny. But then you got like a Judd Apatow. Just they're calling they're calling Judd Apatow and um and Andy. Uh, um, so the sidekick, uh, Richter, are calling him a hack. Calling him lazy, Judd Apatow Judd Apatow, like calling him a hack and calling him lazy. I've seen Judd Apatow stand up. It's terrible. It is not good. No, uh, Sam Tripoli. I don't know if you know who he is, but he's a great stand-up comedian, and he doesn't give a fuck. He 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 uh, quote tweeted Judd Apatow, and um. Said if anybody knows anything about hacks It's you You use the cheat code to get on stage with us And we won't forget this Because fucking Judd Apatow went on for two days About how hacky and terrible it is Louis C.K. takes funnier shits Than anything most comedians yeah, ever do Louis C.K.'s a great comedian and Andy Andy Richter I like Andy Richter I do but too That's fucking shitty as fuck But he, you, you, you What are you? You sit there and laugh at Conan Yeah That's all you do You're not good well, I wouldn't say. I that, like and him and
3: he's funny. I mean, but
2: d- d- he definitely doesn't have I mean, he tried to do his own thing and it failed did not terribly. He had three TV shows that failed. Not
3: in the same ballpark as Louis CK. Louis CK is
2: one of the funniest people to ever walk the face of the earth. And it was a it, he's working out material and it's offensive. Of course it's offensive. He, they're they're acting like all of a sudden he's changed. He did fucking rape jokes, he did racist jokes, he did all of it, but it was f- it was... We we saw them when they were finished. Right. So it was complete. There's probably been many times where he's went and bombed when he's working shit out. I'm waiting for him to start coming after Bill Burr is what I'm waiting for. They, because it, he's really starting to get... It won't work. Uh, with Evans for Family being like it is, and I don't know, man. I mean, he he's getting enough enough press, enough heat now that it could work. See, the, the people that they... Whenever they come after somebody... Um, Is The people that always get taken down are the ones that would grandstand about things. And Louis C.K. grandstanded about Trump and about how much he loves Hillary and all this stuff. So whenever they ended up coming after him, he looks like a hypocrite. Bill Burr doesn't make any political statements, hardly ever. He went after Trump on Walk Your Way Out. Well, he just said he was an idiot, but he didn't and like a racist. He said, he said if the guy would be better if he wasn't such a fucking racist. But, you know? he, but he doesn't. He's not grandstanding. That was in his no, And another thing, too. I'm Bill talk- Burr has that bulldog thing about him that you know you're in for something if you go after him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Louis C.K.'s kind of hangs back. You See, know what I mean? Uh, Burr, he doesn't get on social media and virtue signal. No, he doesn't. I'll, ever. Uh, Louis C.K. sent out an email to all of his fans urging them not to vote for, for Donald Trump. And all this stuff. I don't blame him for that. Well, I don't blame him I for I mean, it. I don't do what you want to do. It's right. your freedom of speech. But then all of a sudden, all this if he had not said anything and not claimed to be a feminist or anything, all, all the impact of all the the stuff that has been going on wouldn't be nearly as big. But when it, it, it always happens whenever people um, grandstand about things. And Louis C.K. did do that a little bit. Not nearly sure. as bad as some other people. Oh, no. But Sarah fucking Silverman is... She grandstands a bit, but like a bit, yeah. But I mean, she's still funny, you know. Of course, she's still funny. That doesn't take away from our funniness. But, but she grandstands even, her fucking ass. Even off. whenever she grandstands, she she manages to put a joke in there or something. Yeah, that's true. But um, yeah, the the whole outrage over the Louie thing um, on Twitter. I, I I usually I follow the the outrage for comedians so I can look. At, I can find the the comedians that are. Uh, going along with it So you don't Going against them So, so I can lose respect for it Sure <laughs> Who am I going to lose respect for
0: it That's what it is
2: uh, Like I'll still Whenever Judd Apatow Makes a movie or a TV show Movies
3: are great I'll still watch them mm-hmm. I'll still enjoy them But I know I know he's he, too his, entrenched now. I know something About you You went to St. Lawrence That's a private school <laughs>
2: <laughs> And also uh, The, the uh, thing about The Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez Dancing video Who the fuck cares? Nobody did. No one one Twitter account put up the video and said, "Look at this nitwit!" Blah blah. And everybody just shit on them. There was no real outrage from anybody okay. about her dancing. It's one Twitter account, and, every, and now we're getting think pieces on Vice about how the the right hates dancing, apparently. And we're living in foot- <laughs> one one Twitter account. We're living in Footloose. Yeah, you- <laughs> one Twitter account said said a thing about it, and everybody just shit all over him. Even like Ben Shapiro's like, "What the fuck are you guys doing? She's dancing. It's her ideas that are stupid, not her fucking." Not her dancing. She looks she great. As a cunt, she got her big tits and everything. She wears. She needs to wear more form-fitting stuff. I'll tell you that right now. She is hot. She's a. Well, her face is kind of. Whenever she gets really expressive, her face is crazy. Yeah, you could tell there's some idiocy in there. But yeah, that was a fake outrage thing about the, the dancing. Nobody cared. Everybody's like, "Oh, cool dancing." She's doing the fucking Ally Sheedy dance from uh, no. Riffle's Club. <laughs> the breakfast
3: club The breakfast club You know that sound like a fucking sandwich <laughs> <laughs> Can I get the breakfast club That does sound good It does Deli meat with an egg Oh man tri- Triple decker uh, To with, the kitchen with, with one of those toothpicks at the top oh, With the God, fringes on are the
2: best I look forward to Louis C.K. coming back and everybody Um you can't say he's not funny, you can't say he's a hack He's so much better than everybody else I know. He was. He's able to say, he's like the only White guy that can say nigger And, yeah. and it works <laughs> There's a lot more than that but You just have That group, I mean I don't know man I, I'm so tuned out You know, I've I posted a thing about Trump today Just because I get, one of the things that bothers me Is just rank hypocrisy And that's a little bit of outrage I can share before we, before I gotta scoot. But the fact that you have a group of people, and it, it my my ability to respect Christians falls more every day, and I, and it's a really sad thing because I have a lot of good friends that are really good people that are Christians, who by the way, the good friends of mine that are Christians don't like Donald Trump. They They see him for what he is. But you have this whole group, these evangelicals, these... Are they genuine or are they fucking with us? I mean, are they stupid? That stupid and just have... But are streets having effort, like indeed Trump himself, really dumb, but ultimately able to manipulate something to make themselves lots of money? I mean, that's basically what they are. They're the Donald Trump of Christianity. I'm putting that fucking shit up. You know, you have Jim Baker and all those stupid bastards over the 700 Club and all that stuff. And then the seven, 700 Club's Pat Robertson? I'm sorry. Well, whatever. I mean, let's it's not, all the same shit. Let's not cross swords here. <laughs> Jim Baker's a respectable man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he sells fucking... He sells doomsday prepper items. You can use the... Whenever you empty out a container, you can use it as a table. what's <laughs> killing me. Is that... They're going against their book. If you're correct, and I'm still here during the fucking doomsday, I deserve to be here. I deserve to go to hell. The tribulation will affect me. You're supposed to be it up into fucking heaven with a blue fucking flashlight or some shit. Why sell prepper food to people? You're insulting them by saying, you are going to be not taken up with us. You're going to be a scumbag down there, dying with the rest of them. Might as well have a couple fucking MREs to fucking eat. Oh, we're talking about buckets of MREs, sir. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's like a, you get a fucking five-gallon bucket of potato salad. And you know what the saddest part about it was? I've actually considered purchasing it.
0: Oh,
3: God. It looks amazing. <laughs> I mean... It guys, looks like a quality product, and I, I can get way more than one meal out of an MRE. Oh, there you go. But I'm just saying, it's dude, it's fucking nuts. And they, they, this guy.
2: I mean, if you follow the book, there, the, the Antichrist character is a is a guy who's going to mislead a bunch of people who they're going to think he's holy and all this stuff, and then he's going to lead them down to be, you know, part of this dark cabal that's going to destroy everything and try to kill
3: the actual Jesus when he returns. That's Donald Trump. If Jesus tried to come back now, yeah, but people said the same thing about Maraca Malanka Mama Mama.
2: No, no, no. They said I, I'm saying. Yes, they did, but I'm saying that he was. How am I going to put this? I, did he misrepresent himself? Yes, he did. But did he? Is he just an awful human being that has been an awful human being his whole life? I don't believe that. I I believe that Donald Trump is an awful, evil man that has now embraced the the evangelicals because they're part of his voter base. Just like the thing with the patriotism. He's not patriotic patriotic You don't think
3: that Donald Trump has a rosebud? What? It's a Citizen Kane reference. Isn't yeah. it? It's like it's Citizen Kane. You know, oh, okay. He's like larger so than about. life businessman, and then at the end of the day, he's just he's just an oh, yeah, just
2: the, just the kid that one of yeah. the sled.
3: Yeah, you don't. No, think that's I, I think
2: I think that Donald Trump is. I mean, if it speaks for himself. He's 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 a scumbag. He's always he been has a no humanity. Do no, that's not true. His Everybody has a giant, giant statue of himself. Exactly, I, do
3: uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> with a big
0: dick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who wouldn't want that? <laughs> and a fucking six pack. Yeah. You're just jealous because you don't have enough money to have a statue of yourself with a big dick. Uh, true. I mean, <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> they have to make creative lo- do some uh, real creative shit to get a big dick on me. <laughs> <laughs> I just I believe that he's a really evil person. I really do. You use the word evil to describe? Yes, I yeah, do. I think he's right. an evil man. Okay. I think that I think that evil fits him because he he somewhat knows the shit he's doing is is wrong and terrible and nasty, and he does it anyway because it benefits him. He's a truly narcissistic evil person. Do I believe that even nar- nar- narcissistic evil people can have good moments? Sure, sure they can. I mean, but is that? Do they do it because they're actually trying to be good? No. They're doing it to benefit them. He's doing it. He Everything's a press junket. Everything's a fucking, you know what I mean? Am I wrong here? I mean, no, I it, it so. just seems to be that he's that way. Any
3: nice any well, thing he no, does, I mean, I don't.
2: I'm not taking a presidential salary. So don't a lot of
3: them. They didn't fucking announce it. You know, it's just,
2: fuck him, dude.
3: I mean, I just, I don't, I don't like the man, but I don't. Might want to burn that one. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't go that far with it. I don't.
2: I don't assign uh, evilness to where um, idiocy can be <laughs> replaced. Yeah, that's fair.
3: And I also, you know, I I do sometimes get a sense of like he, you know, he does want to do good things. He doesn't know how. Yeah, I mean, he's done. He's done some. I mean, he he hemp's legal because of him. That is true. I mean, there's. Who knows who knows what else he'll do we but just don't i, I know. think
2: I think he did that because he again he wants he, he he's looking at how it's going to benefit him he it's all about well, isn't that what every human being kind of does i don't think so I think that some people are to a certain degree yes but not so b- nakedly i mean he I, I don't know man i mean i I think that my judge of character with this guy is completely dead on i think that
3: i think he's i think he's less um I think he's less varnished. I think he's more hes more true. True, What he says he's going to do is more in line with what he actually does than past presidents. That's true. Barack Obama, in my opinion, was the epitome of duplicitous. He, he, you couldn't have made a sharper 180 turn on what your campaign promises were versus what you did in office. Trump may be a piece of shit, but you know that he's a piece. He's not, misre- he's not misrepresenting himself. That's true. And so. It's also. No, true. no, no, no. I
2: disagree. I think he's misrepresenting himself with the thing with he's uh that well, he's a Christian
3: now and all that well, stuff. That's a complete rel- fucking lie. Relative to other presidents, I guess is okay. You know, obviously, he, he he's well, they all lie about being Christian. Yeah. Well, obviously yeah, he's just, he's being dishonest, and he's not patriotic either. In some ways, but compared to the you know where the bar is at right now for that particular job, I think he's he's actually been pretty. He you know he. I'd say the word honest, actually, because people get him all the time for he's a liar because he says things, you know, he gets facts wrong or just makes, you know, just says things that aren't true factually. But he, so, so in that sense, he's lying or whatever. He's, he's saying things that are not factually accurate. But as far as what he's been saying he's going to do for the campaign and what he's trying to do as president, it lines up better than any president I've lived through, you know, or that I've studied. And you may hate what he's doing You know, it may be You know, maybe Adolf Hitler really came through On his campaign promises <laughs> well, too he sure did But I'm just acknowledging <laughs> I'm just acknowledging the fact that uh, I think that's why I don't get mad It's because it's like, well You just get even <laughs> I'm just like he's, I don't get mad See, he's that's the thing this, he's I'm not this, necessarily mad at him He's doing the same shit that the other presidents do He's just being more honest that's about kind of. A, that's kind of not the point I was making. The point I'm making is I'm not necessarily
2: mad at him. I know he's a piece of shit. I'm not really mad at him anymore. I just think he's a dumb fuck. Who I'm mad at are the people who follow him and try to ascribe some kind of virtue to all this bullshit he fucking does. They're just as bad as people on the left doing it with Obama saying he's this fucking saint. He's not a fucking saint. He's a... Piece of shit, and you have the fucking book, and you say you believe the book, and you hate all the right people, and you do all the right shit, but you love this fucking guy who's a, who's a complete representation of what you're supposed to be against.
3: Everybody everybody's unhappy about the way the country's going and whatnot, and everybody's looking for hope or looking for a savior. It's like that's just it's like some people it's like it's like the nine eleven thing. Some people just can't believe it because it's too difficult for them to believe, and some people can't go through life. Not believing that the, you know, that the president is, you know, get, not getting behind their conservative president. Like there, there's no way that they can handle the emotional stress of acknowledging that our leaders are total pieces of shit. Right. Because it's more comfortable for them to just believe that he's great. Right. Just like it's more comfortable to believe that that 9/11 was carried out by, you know, nine terrorists from the different countries and they took down the. Got through our our entire defense system with some box cutters. It's like you know people would rather believe that because it's comforting to believe that mm. because everyone else believes that or their whole support system believes that, and it's easier to do what what your tribe is doing. Well,
2: it's like you've got this preacher down the road, and he's and he's this loud mouth dumb fuck right-wing shit dick piece of shit i mean he's just a horrible fucking person just a shit dick and you and he's just so (laughs) got a hard on for trump and all of them do and they they can never answer the fucking question why do you love this guy who is the complete opposite of what you fucking believe well god chooses fuck you with that answer i'm so sick of hearing that that is the worst fucking answer God chooses a vessel to do that. Fuck you. No, he doesn't. So they, they compared to King David. King David, his 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 difference is contrition. He he felt fucking bad for the bad shit he did. That fucking idiot says that he's not. He there's nothing to be fucking excused for. I mean, I I, I can't fucking get it. It's insane.
3: Okay, just breathe. <laughs> just breathe, buddy. <laughs>
2: Okay, some high quality umbrage. it's, it's purged. <laughs> but uh, one last piece of umbrage for me. Um, last week I made this post on the Facebook. I got, I found this picture. Then I put that, <laughs> I put that caption Christ. on it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Would you look at the top <laughs> It's a good one. And somebody <laughs> cropped it out. The girl I know cropped it out. And is memeing it all over the place? No. And then I uh, then I um, called her on it because that is my original content. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, no. But now it's on some other page. Pop Buzz has has made a meme out of my thing. <laughs> And I'm going to get no credit for this. That's awesome, though. <laughs> I know. Don't, it make you feel pretty good, though. I, yeah, it's pretty cool. But uh, I will get no credit for this. And look, what credit can I get? There isn't any. that like, Is like, a clock at your mom's house? No. That's just I found. <laughs> I saw the picture on the internet and I've <laughs> captioned it. But there, I, I'm, I've been fat Jew. I, I don't know if you remember uh, me talking about the fat Jew, but he he's a guy. He's like a um, he's made millions of dollars by taking other people's memes that they make or their Facebook posts, just like mine, and cropping out their name and putting it on his page. It's so like Snopes, essentially, yeah. But that's uh, that's what's happened to me. My my Jesus Christ! Would you look at the time? <laughs> post is now going to go viral, and nobody's going to know it was me. <laughs> so We will dodge. I guess I'm going to have to uh, <laughs> just put a watermark on
0: everything
2: I do. <laughs> F- try to try to figure out a way to keep him from being able to crop it out. Right. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty pretty upset though. Pretty upset. Uh, pretty upset. Anyway, that's the end of the show, you bunch of queers. Uh,
3: I don't get to have any umbrage. Oh,
2: shit. Go, John. That's ah, okay. I'm not really mad about it. If you have any umbrage, you go right ahead.
3: Uh, no, I'm probably
2: good. Find a nice little song to go out on here.
3: Um, us Ohio. By Neil Young. No, I'm, that's my umbrage. Oh, yeah. Fuck well. that place. Fuck those people. Let's go out with this one to that bass line
2: taking that thing for a walk way up high on that fretboard alright thanks for listening episode 192 in the books Uh, remember to tell your friends to listen don't be a faggot about it don't like pressure them or anything but the more people that listen the uh, more of a chance that someone will end up wanting to give us money for this so thank you and go fuck yourselves
0: shines now When the sun shines